Clown. The views expressed on the previous Ask Clown. We can't say that. Guests and callers. And you do say not part of it, but not the whole word. We can't say Clown. We can say Rectum Clown. The biggest names. The best. And we can also say Rectum Clown. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami for Lauderdale. You sure to ask Joyce about that Wednesday. Can we say Rectum Clown? Oh, I didn't even ask what it was yet. No. Well, whatever the question is, the answer is. No. The Neil Rogers Show. To talk to Neil, dial 5670560 in Dade and Broward. In other counties, call toll-free 877-785-NEIL or pound 560 on your AT&T and Verizon wireless phones. The opinions expressed by Neil, his guests, or his callers do not represent those of WQAM management, no. staff, or no, sponsors. No, 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 no. Now, the Neil Rogers Show. No. On 560 WQAM. Goodbye, W. Bush. I gotta say it. Kiss my Marshall Tusha. Thanks for leaving us the legacy of your economy. The biggest bank heist in our history. The blood will wash off of your hands. Complicit Saudi retard. 3,000 dead by your incompetence. And thousands more for your whimsical designer war. We showed the world our rear that we're so stupid here, allowing you to stay for eight years. If we had brains, we would have ousted you and your neocon friends. I wish a pots on you and a Cheney and then someday. When justice is served after you pass away, like Larry Craig, we'll tap dance on your grave. Well, your president's having his final press conference as we speak. The unpopular decision. Is it impossible for any president to be a uniter, not a divider? I hope the tone is different for him than it has been for me. I am disappointed by the tone in Washington, D.C. In fact, don't wait another 10 days. Uh, do it now. Do, do the world a favor. Another eight days, whatever it is. Do it right now. Just say goodbye. Bye-bye. We're packing up our old kit bag and getting out. Wouldn't that be a good idea? That'd be great. <clears throat> Let Obama in there right now. Let him get a head start. He's got lots of crap to deal with, man. They're leaving him a big old mess. I mean, wow. Even my dogs, the two of them combined, never left me a mess like this. On the ground on a variety of issues. No child left behind. Medicare prescription. Oh, yeah. He done it all right. Abu Ghraib. Including that. Brandon, who's, I guess, going to be our Bubba spy report reporter. Okay. Says, I was watching Tony Cigaretto's last day, and the humper sent a message to him, saying it was sad to see him go, but make sure he doesn't get a radio show. Oh, wouldn't that be something if Tony Cigaretto followed in the footsteps of Jimmy Syphilis and wound up with a morning radio show somewhere? Wow. And Bubba's idea of good radio today was ripping Bob and Tom in their TV show, which he doesn't have one, and playing with the mic features like reverb and stuff. Oh. So Brandon, I guess, is he's relegated to the Bubba show in the morning. Well, he's the spy, you know? He's our spy. I see. Remember I Spy with Bill mm -hmm. Cosby and uh, Robert Culp? Yep. That was a good show. In fact, back in those days, Streets of San Francisco, that was a pretty good show with Carl Malden and Michael Douglas before he decided he was a sex, a sex symbol. Before he decided he had a manly penis. 
Those are the days. And, of course, the uh, shows you hated because there were cop shows like right. Cannon. Right. Cannon. Right. Now, is it a generational thing? I don't watch any of the network shows today. None. Zero. Oh, and speaking of TV, Nancy of Delray Beach informs me something I saw over the weekend myself. Seen it yesterday because I always, every Sunday without fail, I read little Tommy Jicka's radio and TV questions and answers. You know, the ones he makes up. And you think if you're going to make up a question, you'd know the answer, but he got it wrong. Uh, somebody allegedly asked him about Glenn Beck and what happened to him and yada, yada. And he said, oh, he's on radio in this market, 6 to 9 a.m. on WYOD. And guess what, Tommy? No, that's Jimmy Syphilis you're confusing Glenn Dreck with. Glenn Dreck is on right now. He's on 9 to noon spewing his lunatic right-wing garbage. Nancy says, yesterday I was reading Tom Jicka's column, and the viewer wrote in and asked about Glenn Beck. Why isn't he on TV and radio anymore? He said that Glenn will be on Fox News next week on Monday. He also said he's on WYOD at 6 to 9 a.m. I thought Jimmy Syphilis was on at that time. He is. You're right, Nancy. You and I are right. And Tommy's got it wrong. But the Sun Sentinel don't care because they're like, they got four pages they print, and all they do is put some crap in there. They don't care whether it's right or wrong. Just put some crap in there to make it look like it's still a real newspaper, which it is not. Nancy says, I listen to you all the time. Even I listen when George is on when you're not there. I saw two different movies. One was Frost. Nixon was good. And Seven Pounds with Will Smith was good. Keep up the good work, guys, from your fan, Nancy at Delray Beach. Thanks, Nancy. You see either one of those? No. Will Smith. I wouldn't watch it if you paid me by the millisecond. He just gives me the heebie-jeebies. I don't know what it is about him. He just bugs me. He's annoying. Oh, you don't like anybody, Neil. That's right. Here's the poll result from Friday. 826 votes when an important event, and we were really remiss. Somebody pointed out to me in an email, but it's too late now because the poll is gone. We left off NPR. Oh, well. Whoever, whoever sent us that poll left off NPR. That was not a poll that we created. Who sent that? Don't know. We don't know, and probably just as well we don't find out. They left off NPR. When an important event happens in the world, where do you turn to get more information? Your favorite website, 241. Good thinking. You won't get very much truth from your TV set. I'll tell you that right now. CNN, 212. MSNBC, 152. You get the MS from MSNBC. NBC, 59. Fox, 51. Oh, my God. (laughs) 51 amateur comedians, I guess. New York Times, 29. ABC, 27. CBS, 23. The Scum Sentinel, 11. Miami Herald, 8. CNBC, 6. Wall Street Journal, 4. Palm Beach Post 3 and the Washington Post has got the big oh. none. None. Zero. You won't get the truth from the Washington Post. What happened What happened with newspapers? People became more illiterate. and they, it, It's a low priority. And you can go online yeah. for free and read right. anything you want. You read it right? on your phone. That's right. On your, on your Crackberry. Today's poll, 505 votes on it. When President Obama starts up his new economic policy, what will the results be? It'll take two years or more to right the economic shift, 254. We're in deep doo-doo. What recovery? 126. Things are going to be all right in the year the economy moving in the right direction, 91. What? Me worry? 26. And everything is fine. The media's overreacting. Eight. Eight crazy people. Oh, we're fine. That's right. What recession? What depression? Just because everybody's out of work and nobody's got any money? And nobody can get any credit, and nobody can buy anything, and the automakers are going out of business. I mean, and the banks are going bust. 
Everything's fine. Just bury your head deep in the sand like the typical South Florida ostrich. Only eight people did that. That's good. Like like Joe Bell. He probably would do that. Oh, everything's fine. Ho, 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 ho. I'm sure you heard this story since we've been so Taco Bell intensive lately. About the couple that got married at Taco Bell? Got the email on it. Did you? Yeah. I didn't read it, though, so you might as well read it to me. I mean, I just no. deleted it. Like, who gives a rat's ass? What do you mean, who gives a rat's ass? I don't care about people getting married, where this they get married, how they get married. This ties right with all the discussion lately about taco smell. They were okay? underwater, skydiving. Normal Illinois. That's the name of the town, Normal Illinois. Wedding bells met the Mexican fast food chain Taco Bell for Paul and Cara Brooks. What kind of a name is that? C-A-R-A-G-H. Cara? Don't know. Customers inside the fast food restaurant continued to order tacos and burritos as the couple sat Friday in an orange Taco Bell booth and exchanged vows. It's appropriate, groom Paul Brooks said. It's an offbeat relationship. Employees displayed hot sauce packets labeled with the words, Will you marry me? They decorated the restaurant with streamers and balloons. The bride wore a $15 hot pink dress, and the entire wedding cost about 200 bucks. Several dozen guests look on as the couple's friend, Ryan Green of Normal, administered the vows while wearing a T-shirt. He was ordained online. He was an ersatz minister. He was a man of the cloth, in his case, the cloth being that T-shirt. This is the way to go. There's no stress, said the groom's mother, Kathy Brooks. Kara Brooks, 21, of Australia, met Paul Brooks, 30, on an Internet dating website. They already had the same last name. How do you like that? Handy. That is amazing. Paul Brooks and Kara Brooks. Maybe they can name one of their kids babbling. Our art. The couple wrote back and forth and talked on the phone. Listen, if it's good enough for uh, all those other stupid names. The couple wrote back and forth and talked on the phone for nine months before Kara Brooks moved to the USA. We have the same brain, just in two bodies, Paul Brooks said. We think alike in virtually every manner. We have the same interest and viewpoints. How boring. I mean, what kind of a marriage is if you can't be at each other's throat all the time? Right, George? That's right. He proposed on New Year's Eve, and because they like to spend time at the local Taco Bell, they decided to get married there. I would never have expected in my life working here there would be a wedding, restaurant manager Carl Hamlow said. Keep the ham low, Carl. So those of you people out there knocking tacos smell, you can even get married there. You can do just about anything there. You can probably take a good dump there right in that greasy... Um, Low-grade beef. Nobody would taste the difference, right? I don't no know why people knock taco smell. I talked about taco smell for a 100 years. Nobody complained. Nobody said, oh, gee, how can you eat that? Your taste is so bad. And now it's just, it's just another opportunity to rip me an ass in my doddering old age. Just let's attack Neil and, uh, you know, and George, too, when we can. Of course. Attack, attack, attack. We must be part of the asses of evil. What was that thing about uh, ass... At the end of Joe's show, there's something about, let me ask you a question or something like that with Tony Soprano. Okay? Yeah, okay. I don't know. Okay? Okay? What was that all about? I don't know. Okay. How did Dolphins do this weekend? Didn't lose. Patriots didn't lose. The Dolphins didn't lose. Make Believe's lost again. They just suck. Oh, God, they're an embarrassment. And I noticed by losing to the Flyers, that pushed them a point ahead. The Flyers are the Rangers. Rangers. Rangers are sliding, man. It's like a... Like a big snowdrift, like an avalanche. Oh, that's right. They're in another town. The avalanche. George is a big Colorado avalanche fan. And the Sorry. Panthers went nuts the other day. Eight goals, five in the third period. They beat uh, up on Atlanta, eight to four. Tons of empty seats. Panthers are hotter than hell, man. 
They're only, uh, like, I think, one point out of a playoff spot right now behind Buffalo. And nobody goes. Same old story. They had a lot of kids get in. Probably they paid them to come in. But uh, it's a it's a lost lost cause, man. We love the Panthers. Let's throw some rats. You know that was that was the one deal. Mm -hmm. And then after that, well, we don't care anymore. What what's what's new now? Which bandwagon can we jump in now? Who can we root for now? That that's my favorite. Who can we root for now? That's a real fan. The sun is shining, man. It's just beauteous. Good. Beautiful. It's nice here, too. It is. And it's going to be all the way up to minus three today. Late, late in the week, it's going to be. If Castronova's taking notes, boy, you want to take some notes on this. The high, not the low, but the high on Thursday is going to be, or the high Wednesday, minus 14. And the high on Thursday, under sunny skies, minus 15. That's going to be the high. Now, what, what do those translate to? What's minus 15 Celsius? I mean, well, got to be below scale. zero, doesn't it? Fahrenheit? Uh, close. No, it's like uh, three or four. Oh, three or four. Toasty, eh? Toasty, let's go out and roast some marshmallows on the street corner. Maybe five. Let's have a weenie roast on the corner. I noticed that in the wintertime when it gets like freezing cold and there's snow on the ground, which is a little bit now, that all those street corners, the, the street meat vendors kind of disappear. Oh, well. They go inside because most of them here are like from uh, some part of Latin America. I don't know where they're from. Maybe Cuba. I don't think so. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I doubt it. What? Why do you doubt it? I just never heard of that. You never heard of what? A bunch of Cubans up in Toronto. Hear about them in, uh, you know, like New York. New, New Jersey. Jersey big, uh, Illinois. Ybor City, yeah. Peoria. Mm -hmm. North Carolina. Canada with New York. Loaded with Cubanos. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to let you finish the show, and I'm going to take the uh, street mic out there. Yeah. <laughs> Street Mike looking for a street meet and see if we can find some Cubans on the streets of Toronto. Stick your head out the window. Friday night is in the White House doing all his presidential business. He's there in the Oval Office, though he's not sure what an Oval is. <laughs> he's practicing his speech that he's been working on for weeks, should be a breeze. But it's not for a man who thinks that if you're from Iran, you're Iranese. Saturday, he's still no smarter, thinks what's in the center centrical. You could say his brain is useless, kind of lactic Cheney's clogged up ventricles. Now he goes to give the speech with words his vocab cannot reach, he looks afraid. But he won't tell you how he feels, instead he'll talk about some bad mistakes he'll make. He can't spell, he can't act, cried out loud. He can't speak, so what he says is always in doubt. He don't have a clue, no brain it is. So he just babbles on. Babbles on. 
560 WQM. It's a Monday. That means we got a big heavy duty schedule coming up for you today. We got the big O at the East West Shrine game two to four. The East West Shrine game, my ass. Good God. Can you believe that? I believe it. Jim Manwich, four to seven. Seven to eight, we got Dolphins tonight, where the world, the world comes to a halt when that hour comes on. Everything comes to a halt so everybody can turn off the station. People like gouge the, uh, especially on their car radio. They gouge the speakers with their teeth when that thing comes on. Seven to eight, Dolphin tonight, timely. Eight to eleven, the DA show, trying to follow that, which he can't do, especially with a signal which nobody can hear more than like one block from the tower. Barry Jackass is with us today, being the usual jackass that he's well known for being. Tuned in late, he says, what did you think of the games this weekend? Not much. Very disappointed seeing the Tennessee uh, take a dump to uh, the Ravens. Although I was pleased to see the Eagles beat the Giants, because any time a New York team loses, it's got to be a great day. Oh, yeah. Giants. Giants. They suck. And Eli Manning, the real Eli Manning's coming to the uh, forefront now. How do you grade Jim Nance and Phil Simms' call yesterday? The same as always, pathetic. He says, I give them an A-. minus. Do you still have an aversion to Phil's homespun delivery? Oh, my, homespun. <laughs> yeah, watch number 85, 85. Keep an eye on 85 on the sideline. He is nauseating. Drooling yahoo, Phil Simms, his homespun delivery. Barry, you're just an ass licker. That's all you've ever been. That's all you ever will be. And, of course, would you expect a real sports writer to be a, a columnist writing something in a Herald? No. Never. 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 As Michael would say, never. Isn't that what he said? Yes, never. Don't ever take sides ever. against Barry Jackass again. Ever. ever. Never. Here's one that says, Neil, speaking of that marriage at Taco Smell brings up the point that you should have a QAM appearance at the Taco Bell across the street from the station. Well, that would be fun if there was a Taco Bell across from the station. Is there? No. It's down no. the road a piece. Down the road where? Down yonder, like 191st or something like that. Oh, well, that's not across the street from the station. No, it's not. Also on the same side of the street, if you want to be technical. Yeah, that's right. You better get your geography straight, Mr. Hotshot uh, emailer. Neil at neilrogers.com, by the way, for all your very important emails, like this one. Should have an appearance at Taco Smell. <laughs> Oh, here's some very important spy news from in town. Brady Quinn, quarterback for the NFL's Cleveland Browns, was spotted dining with a group of 12 friends in the private dining room at the Red at Red the Steakhouse in Miami Beach last weekend. What kind of a name is that for a joint? Red the Steakhouse? Never heard of it. You ever hear of it? Nope. Red the Steakhouse. According to a spy, ladies at the bar kept walking past his table trying to get his attention. One group of cougars kept trying to sneak in the glassed-off room, but his security intercepted them at the door. Hey, all you ladies can walk by all you want. He ain't going to pay any attention. Hey, Brady. You fairy. Yeah. They kept walking by trying to get his attention, trying to take a look at his manhood, you know, at his manly, manly uh, thing. Hey, Brady, can we ha see your junk? You. Phil Ark says, I know you don't approve of Joe Bell's handling of the station, and it's understandable. Phil, who's a, a radio critic and maven. I was driving around all day Friday and the weekend. Normally, I only listen to your show, nothing else in 560. Oh, my God, I see the light now. It's not just for the show. 
Please start thinning the herd with that inseparable Joe Rose and the big O who don't have a clue about anything but football, and even that is questionable. Mandis started out as a DeForest football expert guest in WIOD. How could he now be the sports guru? I know you like him, but let's get serious, Joe Bell, you moron. The Beast and the other children you employed during the weekend are all up Donna Shalali's wrinkled ass to get UM access, so to speak. You complain about 560 being solely a sports station and not having anything to talk about. I think it's not even a sports station. It fails at that, says Phil. It tries to be the football station and fails at that as well. Well, he isn't aware that it's uh, Joe Bell's wall of football that he's listening to. Mm. He says, Joe Bell, you suck. I'll tune to this number until you're gone one way or another. Oh, wouldn't that be something? New Year's resolution. Or is that a New Year's wish? Mm -hmm. Before the end of this year, Joe Bell hits the door for the last time. Oh, oh! oh. In fact, maybe uh, maybe in eight days when Bush leaves, he can leave too, since he's a big Bush fan. I share your views about radio, Neil, about good radio, but not about our president. But ba 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 ba. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. I'll never forget that email as long as I live. Mm -hmm. Then I knew we were dealing with a real dolt, a dolt, a dullard, a nitwit. A goofball. Dear Mr. Neal, says uh, Lord Malik, uh, a foist or something. Some phony, silly name. I'm the one who emailed George with a link about the religious public access host cannot hang up the phone after being asked if Jesus was gay and the a-hole link, too. That was good. We put it on our thing. Yes, it was. I thought you might get a kick out of that one last one, but I sent it to George because I knew you don't click on links. It's cool. Thank you for posting it on your Neil Rogers Show website. That I did not expect. <sighs> this I do not forgive. Also, I sent you a MySpace comment that if you had ten minutes to watch both clips, you would laugh. In addition, I'm not a chronic, but I occasionally listen to your show because I like the bedtime stories mostly. I've listened to you since your IOD days, and it effing pisses me off what the management of QM is doing to your show, that I occasionally entertain the thought of writing them an irate letter, but they wouldn't care what a listener living in Massachusetts has to say anyway. Lastly, before this email gets to be too long, I'd like to say I'm sorry if you and I got off on the wrong foot because of my name. The only thing you and I share in common is our politics and being gay. Gay. But we are not all stalkers and chronics who care not about the quality of the Neil Rogers show. Whatever, whatever he's saying. Whatever silly name that is. But thanks very much for that, um, YouTube. Mm -hmm. Whatever that thing was. What was it? It was a, you. Yeah, Tube! What? A video. Of? Of that guy trying to hang up on the crank caller. That oh, yeah, the guy, guy the uh, Christian guy trying faggot. to hang up the phone. You're faggot. Couldn't do it. Red shirted faggot. I beg your pardon? Oh, I don't know what kind of shirt you're wearing today, but that's what white the guy was saying. Uh, a white t-shirt and white. a pink sport coat. White shirted faggot. And a pink carnation with Marty Robbins. So what's the name of that re uh, restaurant, Red the Steakhouse? I, I never. What kind of a name is that? It's like Pink the uh, Waffle House. Purple the uh, Pasta Place. I knew a guy named Chew the Dinosaur. They play with each other naked in the street. Bill on Canine Records. It's that Mexican Chihuahua from the Taco Bell commercials, singing like you've never heard him before. Which, of course, you haven't heard him sing like this before, because this is the first time he's ever sung. Today's hot hits. Licking my butt and taking a nap. Oh, this sweetest thing. The Taco Bell dog sings today's hot hits. Gives you all the big hits you love. Sung by a little dog you can uh, put up with most of the time. I like to bark. 
here I go again, I'm gonna bark until the neighbors call. I like to bark. So here I go again, I'm gonna drive you up the wall. Arr, 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 arr. That little Taco Bell dog has many moods, and you'll hear him express them all right here. Walking time starts about the time that my bladder can't hold anymore. Ula wee, I gotta pee. Walking time. You better find the leash before I cut those right on your floor. Oh, I can't hold myself the whole day long. That is why your carpet smells so strong. Oh, yo quiero take a pee. The Taco Bell dog sings today's hot hits. It's guaranteed to be hotter than that last big beef burrito you ordered at the drive-thru. Oh, man, enough to make me uh, take a hot Schmidt. 1033 at 560 WQM. Got some deaths, some celebrity deaths to pass along. I'm all right. It's my, my bad. <clears throat> Usually we start with that and get out of the way. So depressing. Although sooner or later, Don Callender died. Okay. No response? Who? You know who that is? No. Don Callender, who turned his mom's pie shop into the Marie Callender's chain, dies at 81. It's got a picture of him, uh, 1986, holding a big strawberry pie. Ooh, it looks really good, too. And there's a whole bunch of them sitting there, too, but he's holding one. Don Calder, an entrepreneur who sold the pies that his mother baked, helped making uh, Murray Calder a household name, died Wednesday at Hogue Memorial Hospital Presbyterian in Newport Beach. He was 81 and lived in Corona Del Mar in Indian Wells. He died from injuries he suffered in a fall in 2007, his wife Katie said Saturday. Uh, so many people uh, take a bad fall and then they croak. You notice that? Yep. yep. Not a good idea to take a fall. Speaking of that, we got the ratings coming out on Friday. Speaking of taking a fall, the fall book, the dolphin book. You think that's going to help? No. no. They put all their eggs in that one basket in Joe's uh, wall of football, you know. Marie and her husband, Cal, sold a family car for $700 in 1948 to set up a wholesale bakery in a converted Quonset hut in Long Beach. And Marie worked there at all hours producing pies that Cal and Don sold to restaurants. There were only three of us, and there were no machines, Marie said in an interview for the 86 L.A. Times story about her. We had three rolling pins in this old oven, and we used to work all night. How do you like that? Three rolling pins in an all, uh, old oven. They made money, but not a lot. And 16 years later, when they were baking several thousand fruit and cream pies a day, Don Callender persuaded his parents to open their own restaurant. I, I don't know if I ever had a uh, Marie Callender pie. Did you? Not that I can recall. I had those Mother Humper pies from uh, Lenny's. Those weren't bad. Those like chocolate mm -hmm. cream pies and banana cream pies. The first Marie Callender's pie shop serving pie and coffee opened in Orange in 1964 with an oven in the window so customers could see their pastries being made. A few years later, Don Calder, who oversaw the business, added soup and sandwiches to the menu, then opened more restaurants. He continued to expand. By the time he sold the company in 86 to Ramada Inc. for a reported 80 million bucks, the chain had grown to 12 nations locations nationwide. Marie Calder Restaurants are now a subsidiary of Castle uh, something. Calder stayed on for a while. By the way, uh, Wayne Arnold's is open. Wayne Arnold's is back open again after that fire that had him closed for a long, long time. But now he's back open with those Neely burgers and good stuff. Don't be mealy. Get a Neely. Calder stayed on for a while as company executive and franchiser, franchisee who could often be found cooking in the Newport Beach Marie Calendars, but eventually broke with Ramada. 
He became an avid pilot, always looking for the next business opportunity. Launched the Babe's Barbecue Grill chain in Rancho Mirage in 2002. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Did you, Babe's Barbecue Grill? Nope. Marie Callender died in 1995, 11 years after Cal. And now Don Callender is dead. He was 81. After a bad fall, took a spill, baby. There's a lesson for all you people out there. Don't spill it. Actor Don Galloway is dead. Now, you probably don't know right off who that is. Nope. But if you Google him and look at his picture, you'll know immediately you'll recognize him right away. He was on Ironside. Oh, that guy. No, you don't know who it is. You never watched Ironside. It's a cop show. Listen, and had Raymond I don't Burr, dislike cop shows because I didn't gay. try to watch them. I dislike them because I watched all of them, and they're all the same, and they all suck. That's bad. Even Perry, Perry Mason? Uh, lawyer shows, same difference. Even Whatever. Cannon? Uh, Even oh. Fat Frank Cannon? Especially Cannon. Boy, that made oh a lot of God. sense. Oh, my God. Anybody who could knock him is a communist. I could knock him over with a feather. He's best known as Detective Sergeant Ed Brown from the TV series Ironside. Also appeared in such films as The Big Chill and The Rare Breed. Don Galloway, an actor best known for portraying a detective on the TV series Ironside, who later became a law enforcement officer off-screen, has died. He was 71. I didn't know that. He became a law enforcement officer off-screen. Galloway died Thursday at renowned regional medical center in Reno after having a stroke, said his daughter Jennifer. He had lived in Reno for about a year. Boy, this goes on forever. This will take us till 11 o'clock tonight, this Obed. Woo. Now, did you Google him yet, or you're, not, you're too lazy to do it? I'm too lazy to do it. Now, come on. Don Grady? What's, what's his no, name? No, not Don Grady. Geez, if he dies, I'd have to take the day off. Don Galloway, like Galloway Road. On the NBC drama, Galloway played Detective Sergeant Ed Brown, the primary sidekick of Raymond Burr's Yay. Ironside character from 67 to 75. Oh, that guy. You saw him? Yeah, I see him now. Yeah, everybody knows him. As research for the role, Galloway hung out with LAPD officers and often found himself wondering what it would be like to actually be a peace officer, he later said. Well, what's a peace officer? Not police, but peace. Yeah, same thing. Is that an officer who gets a peace every now and then? Yeah, an officer of the... Oh, in 93, he became reserve deputy for the San Bernardino County Sheriff Department, but he left about a year later when he retired from show business, along with his agent, and they embarked on a lengthy cruise on a private yacht with their families. Huh. On his handful of big-screen roles, Galloway once said he most enjoyed playing the unsympathetic husband of Joe Beth Williams' character in The Big Chill. Although his screen time is brief, he delivers a pithy comment regarding how unimpressive he finds his wife's college friends. Pithy. Can we say that? Be sure and ask Joyce on Wednesday. If we can say pith. After debuting on TV in 62 in the CBS soap opera The Secret Storm, he appeared in about 70 TV and film projects in his 30-year-plus career. He starred in the mid-60s NBC sitcom Tom, Dick, and Mary and appeared in the 66 film The Rare Breed, which featured Jimmy Stewart. Donald Poe Galloway was born in July 27, 1937. I wonder if he was involved in that great restaurant, Poe Folks. Did he like the red soup or the white soup? Boy, you talk about rednecks. That's exactly where you'd find a guy like Phil Sims in Poe Folks. Do you ever eat there? Are they still around? No. Is there, well, I, I don't around? know if they're still around, but I've never eaten in one. Oh, I did. Real down-home, uh, folksy, uh, rednecky yeah. uh, Yahoo stuff. You want the red soup or the white soup? I mean, it's uh, I might have eaten there and not remembered, but certainly would have been right up my alley. Would have come right out right out your alley, yeah. yeah. Fast. Biggest name. Real the fast. This is Neil Rogers. David's a bitch.
25 at 560 WQM. Happy January the 12th to you. Eight more days and El Presidente goes bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, happy day. Let's play the Edwin Hawkins Singers next Monday. Wanna? All right. All right. And oh, happy not now. Okay. I'll get it ready. <laughs> Crank it up. Oh, happy day. 585 votes. I'm going to change the poll in a couple minutes. I don't, I don't like this one. Do you like this poll? Eh. No. Pretty lame. When President Obama starts up his new economic policy, what will the results be? I mean, how, how do we know? Right. Like, ask for, like, some speculation here on our part. It'll take two years or more to write the economic ship, 289. We're in deep doo-doo. What recovery? 144. Things are going to be all right in a year, the, in a year the economy moving in the right direction, 110. First of all, it takes too damn long to read these choices. What me worry? 29. Oh, we're fine. And everything is fine. The media's overreacting. 13 goofballs. 13 silly people. It's not a good poll. Whoever sent it, it sucks. And the choices suck. The question's not so bad, but the choices blow. Just absolutely blows. Here's one from Wes in Lakeland. Remember him? Yep. Who says, get me out of this place, by the way. Boy, I tell you, when you're in Lakeland, you know you're in a place much worse than South Florida. Much worse. Lakeland. What a... Yeah. In fact, Phil Sims, he belongs in Lakeland. On the sideline. Watch number 85. Oh, God, is he nauseating. And I think he goes out of his way to do that. Do you think anybody really speaks like that? I, I, you know, I don't know. Like Rimmer, like just speaks in cliches, people like that? No, no, not in cliches, but with an affectation like that. Not in cliches. I, I've known people. I know, knew a well, DJ. Well, what cliches did Rimmer use? Oh, everything. Everything out of his mouth was a freaking cliche. Was it? Yeah. Like what? Like, oh, that kid really captured the imagination of the, uh, the fans here. You know, this is what he was oh, talking yeah. to you. Like, My favorite was that, I'm, 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 that one. Oh, I, uh, what, what the hell? Oh, a scintillating save. I think he was trying to imitate Danny Gallivan <laughs> with a cannonading drive or whatever the hell it was. A scintillating save. Don't start knocking Rimmer, okay? He hasn't bugged me in a long time, and let's keep it that way. Okay. If you start talking about him, one of his South Florida cronies will call, Oh, Neil was talking about you today. I'm sure he wants to hear from you. <laughs> Wes says, I wrote you last week about listening to WQM's audio stream on iPhone. If any of your listeners or you care, the iPhone application, about five bucks, is called Wonder Radio from the Weather Underground people. WQM is now number one on my iPhone Wonder Radio favorites list, but I must admit I don't listen other than 10 to 2. That other stuff, eh. This beats power walking to Alex Bennett. Good show, says Wes and Lakeland. Well, thanks, Wes. I wonder, wonder who... Do you ever hear the Wonder Radio? No. Well, you did now. I wonder who's going to spend money to get one. Fake Larry King says, I'm starting to warm up to Phil Sims. He's the second coming of Merlin Olson. Oh, God. He's a bit pasty, though. Hope you talk about food today. I'm starving. Went to Bob Evans for breakfast. It was okay, but gave me the Schmitz. Oh, everybody uh, run for cover. Larry's bag's overflowing again. Right, Larry? Uh-huh. Oh, God. I think he'll die this year. Oh, let's hope. Larry King. You're hoping? I didn't say I hope. I said I uh, think. I'm, I'm hoping. I think he'll croak in a, a 2009. Maybe right on the air. Oh, that show is taped, though. I'm sure of that. It says, Brady Quinn was also at Casa Casuarina, formerly the Versace Mansion on New Year's. Versace Mansion is a, a restaurant now? Okay. 
Read the Steakhouse is the best steakhouse in Cleveland. They just opened a South Beach branch. You can Google it. What a loser Brady is, though, for just going to what he's familiar with from Cleveland instead of trying something new. How do you like that? Even knocking the poor guy for uh, going to a restaurant. That It's like me. I like Ruth Chris just fine, and we got a really great one here, and so I uh, go to it uh, every now and then, and I love it. Sometimes going to a place that you're familiar with that you know is going to be sensational is better than trying something new and finding out. It's like uh, like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Everybody's knocking everybody's taste. Oh, geez, uh, what a loser he is for going there. Well, what makes if it's such a great place, why would he be a loser? I think this, this emailer is just jealous that he can afford to go there. And also jealous because he's Yay. not interested in him. Here's one from Bill who says, Neil, the games are so much better with the volume turned off with that Yahoo Phil Sims. Oh, keep your eye on 85, 85. And he's over on the sideline right now. Not too much time left in the quarter. Oh, God. No, Nobody speaks like that. I'm sorry, even the worst Yahoo's in, uh, like, uh, on the Mexican-Texas border don't speak like that. On either side of the border. And what is it with the uh, Latin Americans in church? What, Catholicism? They uh, schlepped, the family schlepped the Paco to church yesterday, which we got quite a, a laugh about. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, well, what is that all about? The uh, Latin okay. chicks really love church. The older ones, you know, the moms, mom types. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, mama you got to drag your kids to church. My mom would make us go to church even though she didn't. Really? Yeah. It's a Latino thing. Catholicism is a Latin thing, yes. Well, tell that to the Romans. Oh, they're 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 uh, they're onto it. They mm-hmm. laugh at it. The Italians they, they got over it. it. The only the only Italians that are like big into that are like the mafiosi because they think that they're going to get uh, you know get more business. The fake Adam Kirshner, and I'm sure it's the fake one because he says Taco Bell sucks. Taco Vivo was much better. Even Taco Tico is better than the Mung at Taco Bell. Well, screw you, fake Adam. I know the real Adam wouldn't send me an email like this, would he? No. No. No chance. In your pants. Go uh, play with some plants. Dave says, hey, Neil, good news for you in the Gator Nation. It's about uh, Tim Tebow. Yada. We don't care about Tim Tebow. I don't want any more emails about Tim Tebow. I will immediately delete them. I don't care. In addition to which, uh, it says, now the women around the country can drool at their TV set as Timmy T darts tacklers and scores touchdown. He is as ugly as my ass, Tim Tebow. So this business about the women are going to... Well, we saw that the girlfriend of his with the big, gigantic melons. Wow. So I think this guy's got a point. Also, were you able to catch Tony Cigaretto's farewell this past Friday on NBC6? No, I'd have a hard time picking that up on my TV here. Hank had some sweet things to say, albeit with only half his face able to fit on the screen. And yes, he had another chin, his fourth, since I last saw him in September. Well, I had that famous lunch with Hank at uh, dinner, whatever it was, at Woodbine a couple months ago, and he didn't look like he had any extra. He had the same number of chins he had uh, before. About 30, man. That's right. Lastly, Sid the Id was on Pharrell's serious show doing some serious sucking up to Scotty and claiming to be a close friend of yours. Scotty praised you and said you'd be a perfect fit for serious and plans on talking with Tim Sabian and the Sternmeister himself about inking you to a deal. Oh, yeah. Here we go. They just won't let that stuff die, will they? Are you aware of this? Perhaps Norma is. No, Norma's not. Neither am I. Neither is anybody else. Anyway, have a healthy, prosperous 2009, says Dave. 
Just they just won't stop until until they finally shut that damn series down altogether, which is going to happen probably in a few months. They just won't stop that crap. Oh, are they? They're interested in inking you, inking yeah, ink this. God, ink rhymes with stink and pink and kink. I'm changing the poll, by the way. Good. 611 votes on that one, and I'm changing it right now. Thank you, Eric, for being so on top of things. And thanks to Charlie B. and Ray and a couple of other people. for we got a whole bunch of polls lined up there. My take on the Israeli-Palestinian conflict is, and here's a whole bunch of choices. Of course, the choices are somewhat juvenile, but nevertheless. The Israelis are a bunch of bullies. Does that have anything to do with the Super Bowl? What conflict? Can't we all just get along, people? I hope they uh, wipe each other off the map. I'm glad I don't live in Gaza City. I couldn't care less. Obama will straighten it out, and the Palestinians had it coming. Those are your choices. What's your take? And what's that got to do with ball games? That's what Joe Bell wants to know. What's that got to do with his wall of football? Oh, you're going to upchuck when you read this, when, when I read it. When you read it to me? But I'm not going to do it. It's too long. Okay. But here's one from Jay Robert. You know who that is? Yeah. He's done cartoons for us in the past. Right. Well, he's got, uh, he includes some. He says, I need your help. I drew the cover for the WYOD Insider, the last one. I need a copy of that image. Did he also send this to you? Yeah, he requested it a long time ago. I said I was looking for it. I'm still looking for it. I haven't found it yet. I had the original artwork till somebody stole my portfolio. I've learned since only copies in the portfolio. Anyway, I'm finally building a website for myself, and I can, if I can find it, I'll put the cover in a prominent spot on my cartoon page. My website is such and such. Here's a cartoon of you I did in 89 when I was at the Art Institute of Fort Lauderdale. It's pretty good with my stogie in my hand. I've been listening to you ever since the summer of 87. Thanks. And then there's also one of our favorite sheriff, Nick Nick's Dog's Homemade Coke. If he's looking for one with his artwork on the cover, I don't yes. have it, Jay. I have one with Neil's Puss on the cover and one with Randy on the cover. But not his artwork. Correct. Sorry, Jay. No can do. But thank you. That's a cute to drawing there, Sheriff mm-hmm. Nick, squeezing some mouse turd on a weenie. With those tight pants and that big shapely ass. <laughs> good work, Jay. He evidently is a good guy. We're going to let him down. Well, that's George for you. Now, if we had it, you'd, you'd be right on top of it. Of course. Him. I'd scan it, send it right to him. You know how no buried those things are? I know I remembered saving a couple of them, but uh, they're buried in a box somewhere. Yeah, buried in a box. But I know... It's like all of us will be someday, buried sure. in a box. That's what the good Lord does for us all. Someday we'll be laying in a box waiting for the worms to get in there. Now, why do they talk about eating by the worms? The worms don't get in a casket, can they? Eventually. They do? They work their way into that wood? Nothing lasts forever. What if you're like in a mausoleum? Okay, then they can't get to you. They can't get to you. Get buried in a mausoleum if you don't want the worms to, like, uh, get into you. Start digging and twisting and crawling. I I do want the worms to get into me. You do? I do. I believe in recycling. Well, that's one of the reasons I eat a taco smell. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. (laughs) Any questions? And now, here's another exciting offer from Video Treasure Chest. It's the lost final episode of Captain Kangaroo. Hi, boys and girls. Your old friend, the captain, doesn't feel so good today because he was out late with Mr. Jeans last night. 
Hi, Captain. Shut up, Moose. My head hurts. What's the matter, Captain? Well, I've been wearing this stinking uniform for 30 years, and this is the thanks I get. Canceled. What am I supposed to be anyway? A conductor? Conductor kangaroo, huh? You're scaring me, Captain. Oh, come here, Moosey, Moosey. I'm a good guy. I never even touched anybody. Not like that, Mr. Green Jeans. Oh, Captain. You know how many bunny rabbit puppets we've been through on this show, Moosey? No. 35. Oh. You ever wonder what happened to all those bunny rabbits, Moosey? Oh, God, Captain. Hey, Moosey, Moosey, come here and meet no. my new friend, Mr. Electric Wender. <laughs> The lost final episode of Captain Kangaroo, entitled The Captain Has a Bad Day, can be yours for just $19.95 in local video stores. Video Treasure Chest, we've got rooms of this crap. Yes, so do we. 1101 at 560 WQAM. Happy Monday to you. God, I don't know, is it me? As I get older, the weekends get shorter and shorter and shorter. That ain't you. Well, what's that all about? I think it's a comedy Weekends seem like about five minutes to me now. George. Yeah. Here's one that says, Neil, it's time to replace George with Paco. <laughs> George has gotten long in the tooth. At least Paco can earn his keep. Maybe that's why George is so jealous. Yeah. By the way, what are you going to do with Paco once you retire and move back to Florida? You can just, can't just send him to the pet sitter like your dogs. Who says I'm moving back to Florida? God, what a thought that is. Mm -hmm. I'd rather put a bullet through my brain. Oh, move back to Florida permanent? Wow. Can you can you envision that? No. Here's one that's probably uh, one of the most stupid emails we've ever gotten, and that covers a lot of territory. From Sam. I've said it once, and it bears repeating. Minorities are trouble. Problem with minorities, surprise, is that they're of lesser numbers. Say there are five people, and of those five, two are green and three are red. Ordinarily, the red ones would be in charge, and rightly so, there are more of them. In our day and age, however, the green ones will start whining about victimization and the red ones will quickly bend over to accommodate their nonsense, smiling as the minority population penetrates them in the baddie. By doing so, the majority is denying everything they stand for and everything their people have achieved. And this goes on and just, just a bunch of bigoted crap is what this is. Sam, you idiot. You fairy! If you thought that one was bad, here's the one I was threatening you with before. Okay. Actually, I've got a few emails here. Thank God. Or last week, pretty slim and grim. I guess it was the after all the holidays and the new year and all that, all that stuff, all that crap. Getting back to abnormal. Is that you think that's it? That's a good excuse. No? Sure. See, back in the day when Tubby was there, I could get him to get a baseball bat and give you a clubbing, you know, but there's nobody in there now. Right. Clubbing for he, what? Just club the hell out of you just for the hell of it. All right. Here. <clears throat> this is from G. Goldbard. Remember him? Mm-hmm. The streaming ain't him? working, and the archives ain't working. That one. Hey, Neil, I heard you were missing hearing from me after the archive mess was straightened out. No, I didn't say I was missing it. I said it was interesting that after the problem got straightened out and you had no more, nothing more to bitch about that we never heard again from you. That's what I said. Since I catch about 90% of every show over the many years, I thought it was interesting that you mentioned my name a few weeks ago and noted you hadn't heard from me. I told you several times I was not a chronic, and it would only write when there was a problem, etc. Would only write when there was a problem. After you trashed me so badly and said you wished I were dead, I thought it better leave you alone for a while and let you move you on to abuse others, which, of course, you've done in spades. Anyway, with the dearth of emails recently, I figured I might well provide some grist for the mill, and thus I'm contributing this letter about George. 
George has really grown on me over the years. Initially, I would never listen to his shows, but after a while, I found that when you were gone, he was really not a bad replacement. I have quite a few things in common with him, i.e., a six-year-old kid, even though I'm almost uh, your age, a wife who is somewhat similar to his, an older kid, and some similar relationships with a cast of other relatives. His worldview, adopted and learned mainly from prolonged exposure to you, is also very similar to mine for the same reason. How does he know? All the... What? How does he know why, why, why I have my worldview? <clears throat> but anyway, go ahead. All in all, he's quite listenable to me now. I've actually grown to enjoy most of his shows and to empathize with his general plight, which brings me to my point. <laughs> oh, thank God. I don't know the... Uh, well, wait till you get this. This is I'm fabulous. I'm on the edge of my seat. I don't know the actual amount of money George has paid, but I've deduced that it is wholly inadequate. He has earned his stripes and deserves to make a lot more than he does. Many other callers and writers have intimated they hear the tone of his voice and attitude reflecting frustration and a seething anger with his rule. This seems entirely justified. The disparity in income between you and him is unfair and stupid. He's been loyal and productive for so long now that it seems he deserves a break. He's living a life dominated by financial pressures while you waste your time in cash playing slots. He should be pulling down at least two hundred and fifty to 300000 a year. And if you don't realize this by now, then you're not as smart or wise as I thought you were. Now, here comes the best part. More life instruction. All right. In whatever time you have left, I hope you come to your senses and make some moves to ease his plight and set things right. <laughs> he well deserves to have more than lip service for his contribution to your longevity. The world and radio is certainly not a fair place, but if you don't act yourself to correct this injustice, it will reflect badly on your legacy forever. Read this on the air or not, I don't really care. The truth will always out no matter what. I'm a lifetime fan and devotee of you and the show. Nothing or no one has contributed more to my enjoyment over the many years. Good luck in 2009. Signed, G.G. G. Goldbard. Thanks, G.G. Oh, yeah. The archives ain't working. We aren't getting the whole show. Yeah, the disparity in income between us is unfair and stupid. Oh, well. Yeah. That's like, I guess he's hinting around that I should, like, uh, share my income uh, with you, especially fine. now no, that no. my income has been sliced sure. in half. No. Thanks. And I've got a hundred different people to support. Sun is shining, by the way. It's a beauteous day. It's going to be all the way up to minus three. And then later in the week, it's going to be colder than a witch's ass here. It's going to be nasty. Forty-nine votes on the new poll. My take on the Israel-Palestinian conflict is the Israelis are a bunch of bullies, ten. Bullies seems like inadequate to me, but nevertheless, that's, that's what the Charlie B. came up with, or whoever's poll this is. Can't we all just get along, people? Nine. I hope they wipe each other off the map, nine. I'm glad I don't live in Gaza City, nine. The Palestinians had it coming, eight. Does that have anything to do with the Super Bowl, five? What conflict, two? I couldn't care less, two. And Obama will straighten them out, none. No, I don't think nobody ain't never going to straighten them out. They've been busy killing each other for five, 6,000 years, and it's like a hobby, you know? It's like part of life. You lob a few at us, we lob a few back. Only the ones we lob back are bigger and uh, kill a lot more people. Over 900 dead Palestinians, 13 dead Israelis, including three soldiers killed by so-called friendly fire. Don't you love that term, friendly fire? Yeah. Hey, uh, oh, but at least it was a friendly bullet. Oh, but I don't feel so dead. Yeah. Friendly fire. Here's one that says, hello again. Tried to get all this sent to you before Friday's show ended, but my Outlook Express program was not cooperating. Better late than never. This is not the lengthy, well-thought-up, intelligent, humorous, and at least somewhat enlightening email I promised you before, but this will have to please suffice for right now. 
Anyway, don't believe you spied with your little eyes the sports pages of the Sun Sentinel from this past Wednesday, January 7th. So I'll please fill you in with a bit of spy report as to what I read there. Okay, now, I usually no longer can afford to buy and read said newspaper Monday through Thursday since they raised the price, but was stuck in jury duty on aforementioned day. Didn't want to go out in my freaking ever-loving mind uh, in the social abyss and morass that is South Florida. So I purchased Wednesday's edition for edification. Anyway, they appear to have a new, at least to me, feature called the Hate-O-Meter. How apropos for this godforsaken market. The feature goes on to express that Michael Cunningham is the hater. Here's his guide to who and who should be hated on, in sports this week. The hater is shocked to hear healthy perspective instead of calls to send Chad Pennington back to the Jets. Next, UM fans will go a week without wanting somebody fired. Also later in this somewhat amusing feature, the hater goes on to also lampoon Joey Porter of the Dolphins, among other persons. Well, just wanted to please share this little bit with you and say for now, you and George are doing the greatest of work on your extremely humorous radio show slash program. If I had a vote, I wouldn't ever change a thing with you fine folks, witty banter, and honest assessments. Keep up the great work. Well, what does this say? I don't know. What did the thing about the uh, hater of the sunset? Well, what did that say? I don't know. Oh. We're, doing a great, we're doing a great job. I understood that part. He also goes on to rip anything from New York. The Rangers, the Devils, the obnoxious fans, yada, 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 Holly, Holly, Joe Bell, Jolly, Joyce, etc. Hey, Rangers, where's your large division lead now, he asks. I can't hear you all over the glorious chance of 1940. Oh, I, I, this is just a little bit too convoluted even for me. You know what I mean? Even yep. for someone like me who generally can uh, weave my way through these webs of uh, caca. Boy, look at all the emails coming in here. Nice cleanup job on the website homepage. Not bitching about the old array, but looking forward to new stuff. P.S. January 21st, 2009, the end of an error. Not era, the end of an error, says WB. Thanks, WB. Oh, here's one that says you are very lucky. That Sid Rosenberg really aspired to do morning drive and gave you a reprieve in this time period. Yeah, he's doing so good. Or would you have finally been put out of work once and for all? Sid is what's happening now, and you represent what was happening 20 years ago. Why not just have George Dougal dinosaur boneyard and get it over with? Time to hang it up, old faggot, says Terry. Thanks, Terry. And Sid still still sucks. Wait till that book comes out on Friday, but she's going to kick ass his own. Mike and Dania says, I find that turning off the volume on my radio really works when tuned to the current Dolphin radio broadcast. I can't wait till next year. Rick Weaver in his current state. Still sounds better. Did Hank leave that gig voluntarily? Whenever that was, says Mike and Danny. I don't know. I don't know, and I don't really remember or care. The iRoam were a sort of iPod for Internet radio. is coming to the U.S. in February. Could George find out more about that and tell the audience if QM will be on it? The iRoamer? What? The iRoamer, an iPod for Internet radio, is coming in February. Check it out. Before you get that big raise. Sure. Also, Phil Sims is from Louisville, and I went to eastern Kentucky. They do sound like that, unfortunately, says Paul in the Q's. Well, thanks for the bad news, Paul. Good reason to stay out of Louisville. Oh, this is cute. How about doing a Neal's Deal promotion at Taco Bell or Red Lobster? Every deal comes with a coupon from Pepto-Bismol. They're obsessed. They're obsessed with you. Or, or he. Bell it could Red be the Lobster. same person, you know. What? It could be that one person oh, well, I'm with sure the uh, bug up their butt about Taco Bell. I'm sure it is.
Okay, the the uh, deleted people continue sending crap, and I just delete it the second time. They got too much time on their hands. Biggest names, the best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Neil God. Live in Chicago. Oprah. All right. Good to see you, darling. Great to see you too, Oprah. Me and the rest of Santa's elves are real happy to be here. Yeah. Good, good. Born in the wrong body. Come again? For centuries, they were called hermaphrodites. What? People who possess parts of both male and female sex organs. Are you talking about me? Yeah. But... Decided to become a woman. No, I didn't. Maybe a little feminine on the feminine side. No, I'm not. Hermaphrodite, you know, likes to dress up as a woman. Oprah, I'm short. I'm an elf. I'm not a hermaphrodite. I hear you. So genetically, you are male. I'm a guy. I'm just short. That's all. You never wanted to be with a man. No, I'm not gay either. So do you or do you not have a vagina? Ah, Oprah, I'm an elf. I'm not gay, transsexual, a hermaphrodite, or a pervert. I'm just short. Pornography has affected your sex life. Where are you getting this stuff from? While high on crystal meth, Come on. he had unprotected sex as many as 32 hermaphrodites. You're pissing me off, Lord Ass. <laughs> Okay, 1118 at 560. She's got some uh, <laughs> fat issues again, Oprah. Anybody interested? No. no. Except for those uh, shut-in, uh, all those millions of shut-in housewives. And the trailer trash. Al says, Dear God, just want to let you know that Mr. Rodriguez had an excellent show the day you were out playing hooky. Wow. It was a very insightful show detailing why radio blows, not just in this market, but all over the place as well, as how to steal a car from the bank. Normally, I wouldn't bother listening to one of his shows, but you got to give credit where credit is due. And, George, you got the credit. Please pat him on the head for me. Your buddy listening on my Zoom, Al. P.S. That one show should let Joe Bell know why you deserve that car. Well, here's Al. Maybe if Joe doesn't want to give you the car, maybe Al will buy one for you. Right. What's the latest on that, by the way? You got the, I'm, got uh, the keys? I'm talking to Bob Eisenberg about talking to some people, trying to... Get all of our connections together and uh, see if we can get a discussion going. So it's got nothing to do maybe... with Joe Bell or Chris Jones or anything, but hopefully, you know, Joe Bell will allow it. You know, rubber stamp it. I'm sure he has to. Yeah, but I haven't heard anything from like you know Chris Jones. Just the people that talk to us. You know, the salespeople that talk to us. There's three. Three. Steve right. Sloan, Duff, Bob Eisenberg, and who's yeah, and Duff. Duff and Duff. Oh. Adam Osmack. Oh, Adam is back. Just when we thought Adam finally found a life. Adam, get that search party together. I have no life. Hey, Neil, I just watched The Godfather for the first time last night and loved it. I'm wondering if I should watch the second one or just enjoy it as if it were one movie. Oh. Whatever happens, I'll never watch the third movie because I've heard it's a complete joke. Keep doing what you're doing. You're the best in F. Joe Bell, says Adam. He'll never watch the third one. He's heard it's a complete joke. See, that pisses me off. The third one is not up to the first and second ones, but you've got to watch it. Am I right? No, yeah, you won't agree. You won't agree. I There's don't. There's some horrible acting in there. You don't? No. Well, you certainly got to watch the second one. Yes. That's required. We require that you watch it. Well, I mean, it. how could anybody reach this age and not see The Godfather? I, I just don't get it. But then again, I have no if you're going to see one movie in your life, in your life that's it should it. be that's, Network. That's the one. No, Godfather. Oh, got another uh, obit. 
John Hager. John Hager? Hee-haw comedian and musician. Oh, no, yeah. And another one, Joe Hirsch, a horse racing columnist. Anyway, first, uh, John Hager. 60-70 performed the musical comedy duo The Hager Twins on the TV show Hee-haw. Was found dead in his Nashville apartment Friday. He apparently died in his sleep. Hager had been in poor health, been depressed since the death of his identical twin brother in May 2008. The twins were an original cast of the show, which debuted in 1969, satirizing country with a mixture of music and comedy. Both were guitarists and drummers. The Hagers left the program in the mid-80s, continued to perform together. The twins were born in the Chicago area and served in the Army together. They said in 19 years that they had been together all their lives except for three and a half years after John left L.A. and moved to Nashville. Joe Hirsch is dead. He was 80, longtime columnist for the Daily Racing Forum, known as the Dean of American Turf Riders. He died Friday at St. Luke's Roosevelt Hospital Center in New York. A lifelong resident of New York, Hirsch had Parkinson's disease, was recovering from a broken hip suffered in a fall last spring. See what I'm saying? You mm -hmm. fall down, you're going right. to be dead pretty soon. Don't fall. Watch where you're walking, okay? Put on some of those uh, things on your shoes like right. George sent me. Those steel-belted radials. Those for your feet. Hirsch's career spanned more than 50 years. He chronicled the road to Kentucky Derby with his detailed reports called Derby Doings on Prep Races in Florida, California, Kentucky, and New York. He retired in 2003. He was also known for helping new racing riders learn the sport, was the first president of the National Turf Riders Association in 1959. A general sports fan, Hirsch was famous for being Joe Namath's roommate for three years in the 60s when a star quarterback played for the New York Jets. When the new press box at Churchill Downs in Kentucky was completed in 2005, it was named the Joe Hirsch Media Center. In 1994, the Thoroughbred Club of America honored him for his distinguished service, service to horse racing. How do you like that? Joe, Joe Hirsch is dead. Sonny Hirsch, dead. Emil Hirsch, still alive. Yeah. I don't see any of the, uh, well, I haven't seen what? a whole bunch of movies he's been in lately. You I know, finally I saw it. that uh, Speed Racer. Yeah. Oh, my God, what a slow, boring, terminal waste of time for yeah. something that's supposed to be an action movie. Eventually, there's a little bit of action in the beginning, a little bit at the end, uh, with a whole lot of nothing going on in between. I think he was getting more action than that other flick with the oh, yeah. neighbor. What, the Mudge Boy? No, not the Mudge Boy. The movie that I like. Which one's that? Imaginary Hero. Oh, that one. Yeah, well, everybody was getting some action in that one. Yeah. Except, uh, what's her name? Mom. Mom, remember, Mom had a thing with the, uh, the neighbor. Oh, that's right. That's how he that's was born. That's, that's right. right. Well, that's how it works. Old in and out. In and out, in and out, in and out. Here's one. It says, just came back from a cruise. Johnny Rockets are all on the large Royal Caribbean ships. Had a double in your honor, says Mark in Coconut Creek. Thanks, Mark. Oh, Johnny F. and Rockets, that and uh, Royal Castle and uh, uh, Red Lobster and what's the other one? Oh, yeah, Taco Smell. This is the new deal. Pick on Neil's t uh, taste. No matter what he likes, you think it sucks. This is the guy who turned everybody on to Boca Burgers, turned everybody on to, like, a Ben and Jerry's, fish food, stuff like that. Made these things legendary in South Florida. Oh, when your taste is in your tacos, Neil, blah, 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 yeah. Abuse the host. That's what the emails are all about. Keep them coming. Abuse the host. Do a good job. Oh, here's another taco smell story. This one's grotesque. 
A Texas Taco Bell employee with a history of mental problems pulled out his only good eye and told authorities he ate it. Andre Thomas, 25, was arrested for the fatal stabbings of his estranged wife, their young son, and her 13-month-old daughter in March 2004. Their hearts had also been ripped out. He was convicted and condemned for the infant's death. While in the Grayson County Jail in Sherman, Thomas plucked out his right eye before his trial later in 2004. A judge subsequently ruled he was competent to stand trial. A death row officer at the Polonsky unit of the Texas Department of Criminal Justice found Thomas in a cell with hot sauce on his face and took him to the infirmary. Thomas said he pulled out his eye and subsequently ingested it. Agency spokesman Jason Clark said Friday. Thomas was treated at the East Texas Medical Center in Tyler after the December 9 incident. Then he was transferred and remains at the Jester unit, a prison psychiatric facility near Richmond, southwest of Houston. He will finally be able to receive the mental care, health care we wanted and begged for from day one. Bobby Peterson, Kate Thomas's trial attorney, told the Sherman Herald Democrat, he's insane and mentally ill. It's exactly the same reason he pulled out the last eye. At his trial, defense lawyers also argued he suffered from alcohol and Taco Bell addiction. Wow. I okay. never heard of it. I didn't know there was such a thing as Taco Bell addiction. Did you? You can get addicted to anything when you come right down Thomas to it. Thomas does not have an execution date yet. The Texas Court of Criminal Appeals in October upheld his conviction and death sentence for the death of 13-year-old Leah Marie Hughes, also killed March 27, 2005, for his wife, 2004, Laura Boren, 20, and their son, 4-year-old Andre Lee. Thomas from Texoma walked into Sherman Police Department, told the dispatcher he just murdered the three and had stabbed himself in the chest. He had problems. Thomas told police how he put his victims' hearts in a burrito and left their apartment, took them to a Taco Bell, and served to unsuspecting customers. Oh, boy. We're all heart at Taco Smell. You. Court documents describe the last three victims as having large gaping wounds to their chest and whoever sent this to me says at the end, drop the chalupa, Neil O'Cliff and Kendall. Drop the chalupa. No, I'm hanging on to her. Drop it in your mouth. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Yeah. M-O-N-D-A-Y-S-U-C-K-S. Some pervert unzipped his fly to get serviced by a guy standing in the bathroom stall. He'll stick his junk right through the wall. You fairy. I wonder if glory holes really do have names. You think so? Probably. If you drill one around town somewhere, be sure and give it a name. Like at Westland in the uh, tea room at J.C. Penney's. 
Oh, and uh, Boz Florida, who's busy sending me all the obituaries, which I appreciate very much, but evidently he ventured out of his obit territory and wasn't listening. Sends me the story. Wedding bells meant for Taco Bell, Paul and Karab Brooks. The story that I read over yeah. an hour ago about the wedding at the Taco Bell in Normal, Illinois. Thanks, uh, Boz, but already been there, done that. Here's one from Yellow Belly, who's got an appropriate name. Now I see why you old people are always talking about how great things used to be and how bad things are nowadays. It's because you refuse to try anything new. And on the rare occasion when you do actually try a new restaurant, even an average one like Johnny Rockets, you can't stop talking about it. Oh, I hate to break the news to you, Yellow Belly. I've eaten at Johnny Rockets for a long time, including uh, years ago at the one in Niagara Falls. And before that, I can't remember, somewhere. It's just that when you find one, like the one at the Hard Rock, you uh, enjoy it and you treasure it and you uh, talk about it. I like it. It's not gourmet. Is there anything wrong with Johnny F. and Rockets? No, except that they don't serve booze there. And except the onion rings suck. Really bad. Oh, and also the cheese fries. You know what they do with the cheese fries? No. They take a regular order of fries. They take a slice of American cheese, probably Kraft, and they put it under the broiler. And they melt the slice of cheese out of the fries. Oh, my that's not, uh, God. That's what? Not very, that's not very good. That doesn't sound right. Not only is it not very good, it sucks. It blows. So they're not perfect. they got some issues. I do like their um, sandwiches, though. Mm-hmm. I wish they had soup. I like the chili burger. <clears throat> Old, old-fashioned restaurant like that, you know, like one of those 50s kind of joints, should have soup, shouldn't it? I don't know. they got... Meatless, uh, a beanless chili, all meat chili. I haven't right. tried that yet. I don't want to, like, poop my pants at the Hard Rock. That would be bad. Oh, they do have uh, lovely tea rooms all around the joint there. Oh, yeah. Poober. Now, he doesn't have the F word in here at all this time. This is this is a first. Write it down. Okay. I can't understand people who hate this show. Still listen, email, call. If these butchered-up queens don't like it, then stop calling, listening, and email the show. Confused in Weston. P.S. Still stuck in South Florida. Eight days to freedom. Bye bye, W. Bye, W. Now, if only we could get rid of Joe Bell and Phil Sims on the same day. January 20th would be a day to remember forever. God. And here's the last one in my pile. Boy, there sure as hell better be a whole bunch more by the time this next break ends. You know what? Or you got two hours and 20 minutes hey, to now. kill. Hey, now. Are you threatening me? Just giving you a heads up. All right. 125 votes on the new poll. That's good. Boy, that other one really sucked. Roger says, Neil, how is everything in Toronto, eh? Hope you're doing fine. I made it till the third quarter of the game last night. Like you said, just snap the damn ball, Oklahoma. Had to go to Miami today on business. Stopped by Wayne Arnold's for a six-pack of burgers. Glad to say they were as good as always. Pleased to see him back up and running. He seems like a good guy, and he is. From when he calls your show, he seems like a good guy. Also, my son is friends with Ponytail's son. They're both skateboard geeks. Guess that's about it. Just wanted to say hello, and like Mo, I'll be listening, says Roger. Thanks, Roger. Who um, consorts with all of our uh, friends and former friends from years past. Remember those glory days? Oh, yeah. The solid days. Yeah. See, this guy that gave me the sarcastic crap, that yellow bone or whatever his name is, about uh, old people talking about how things were better in the past. And you want to know why that is? Because they were. They were. 
Can, can you imagine? I mean, I know we've done it often, and you get psychotic when I do it. All the great restaurants that have gone and are never coming back, just in South Florida. Mm-hmm. And you could pick anywhere you've ever lived, Detroit, Boston, I'm sure New York, anywhere you've ever lived, and go and just pine on about the great restaurants that used to be there, even great shopping places that are long gone. Long gone, right? Yep. I'll bet you uh, chick, a chicken egg, Mrs. J. Byron's. Who doesn't? That was a schlock store if there ever was one. What about Jordan Marsh? That was a great store. What about Zares? That was a schlock store. <laughs> Jefferson's. Jefferson's was like kind of in between. Uh huh. It wasn't the low rent district, but it wasn't like upper crust either. It was like in between, you know, for not total schleppers, but I mean, can you imagine buying your clothes at Jefferson's? I mean, in my case, yeah, because you know my wardrobe. Yeah. Homeless. What's wrong with looking homeless? Nothing. If you don't care what people think. Right. See, I don't care what people think. I wear jeans and T-shirts. You see how I dress. Look like, like a slob. A lot of that. Yeah. Like a slob. Exactly. By design. Like, like you can afford. Right. Like a schlepper. That's me. But that's going to change, though, once that guy, Al, or whatever his name yeah. was, gets, gets your uh, salary all straightened out. Or no, that was G. Goldbar, Goldarb. Who only who promises he'll only write when he's got something to complain about. <laughs> oh, what a novelty. Not. And to actually come out and say that, that, that's the best part. To come right out and say it. I only will email when I have something to complain about. Is that why we started the email so people can complain and bitch? Oh, and bellyache? as far as they're concerned, yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Show me yours, I'll show you mine. Next on C-SPAN, Nick Cheney's last official act as vice president. The final dump. Recalled by the vice president's chief of staff, David Addington. Walking past his office, I could hear the grunts. I felt I should ask, Mr. Vice President, uh, are you all right? With his heart condition, I was concerned about him winding up like Elvis. It sounded like he was passing one of the many children he's devoured. I guess there's no harm in saying now that Dick Cheney's diet is of a cannibalistic nature. Much like Cannibal Lecter, only with a preference for young children. Mr. Vice President, uh, please turn on the fan. Continuing coverage of Dick Cheney's final dump will continue after this commemoration of the George W. Bush Porta Potty Library. He's always got that look on his post that he's got to take a gigantic, nasty, smelly dump. Oh, yeah. Like maybe he's got the, he could use a little help, little assistance. 153 votes on our second poll. Not bad. Eat your heart out, said the kid. Friday, the book comes out Friday morning at 10 o'clock. Boy, it's going to be really, really bad. Bad. Not not bad, right. but bad. Probably. Yeah. You counted that bonus money yet? Oh, no. I've counted it out. I've discounted it. Remember that song by Gary Lewis and the Playboys, Count Me In? No. Yeah, you do. On Liberty Records. Count Me In. You've played it. You got it. You don't have to find it. I'm just, I'm just asking you a question. I'm not asking you to play it. You got it. Okay. I got it. There it is. Good song, too. Yes, it is. I wonder if 
he speaking with? You know, after he came back from Vietnam, he didn't speak for like about 100 years. If you need someone to count on. It was mum. Oh, that, that's not enough. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> oh, GT is back again after that convoluted email I read before. Oh, about the um, Sun Sentinel thing. God, that made no sense at all. Hello again, he says. First, I'd like to say, please sincerely, thank you for taking your precious time to read my email to you. Yeah, precious time. You should live so long. I'm also sincerely very uh, sorry you found my email to be convoluted. Oh, it was. It was all over the place, and it didn't make any sense. It didn't say a damn thing. And I'm sure this one won't either. It was not my intention at all. I try to jam-pack as much information as is possible into a few sentences as such. But also, perhaps, I was also a bit too verbose. Again, I apologize. Anyways, to distill it all down, there's a guy now in the Sun Sentinel calling himself the hater, and he appears to have been hating on Pennington Porter and others, and his feature is at least mildly amusing. If I had my druthers, I'd put my vote for him to soon hate on those lousy maggot New York Rangers who've already slept out of first place in their division are falling like a ten-ton boulder from the sky to the bottom of the Marianas Trench and their obnoxious fans as well. Anyway, hope all this clears up the mung and murkiness from before. It's boring. It's ponderous. Do you find this at all interesting? No. I don't either. Long-time faithful listener, GT. Well, keep listening, GT. Uh, quit emailing. Because each email becomes more convoluted than the previous one. and just uh, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't say anything. It doesn't say anything except, oh, well, I apologize for this, and I apologize for that, and I'm convoluted, and blah, 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 blah. And you don't say anything. You put a lot of words on a page, which kills some good time. So, like I said, keep them coming. Thank you so much. The fake Alice Rantel is here today. This is her second or third try. The others weren't even worth sniffing at. My memory of the best hamburger in Miami was always the Ollie Burger from Lums. It was fantastic. You know, all the times that I ate at Lums, I don't remember ever having the Ollie Burger. Probably I did, but ate at Lums many a time, especially when I worked at W Snooze from 8 to midnight. Yeah. Not good for your uh, fat working 8 to midnight. Boy, that's bad. Because at midnight, then you want to go out with some of the people you work with and, uh, you know, go to Wags or Lums or somewhere for a late night snack, which turns into a gigantic meal. And then you go to bed when you get home right. and you lay there and it all oh, uh. collects in your pupic and just turns to instant processed fat. But Alice says, alas, Lums have faded away. Isn't there still a one on, on uh, what is it? I don't know. We keep going Davey through Davy Road Extension? I don't remember. Somebody will call. I'm sure there's still that one on Davy Road Extension. I'm almost sure, but I'm out of touch. Royal Castle is a trip. I remember it fondly from my youth. Little chopped onions, same style as Crystal in the South and White Castle in New York. Boy, Royal, Royal Castle is like gourmet compared to Crystal. God. But, folks, Royal Castle is the original, says Alice. Definitely great all-time junk food champ. I don't know. Royal Castle is very good. And of course, Wayne is dynamite. And he's also got the Rochester White Hots and Red Hots, too. Notice how I'm doing kind of like a spot for Wayne? Yeah, that's all right. Well, he probably can't afford to advertise at this point, so. And they probably wouldn't call on him anyway. Jason from Plantation says the Blue Plate at Hard Rock has some of the best old diner food next to Lucille's in Weston. The Blue Plate at the Hard Rock. Where the hell is that? Mm hmm. Is that like a separate place? Is it inside? Is it the food court? Is it like a separate joint like Johnny F. and Rockets? I don't know. Well, somebody's going to have to give, give us the lowdown, baby. Blue plate. 
What was the one in the uh, Stardust in Vegas? There was a similar place? I don't it think I ever went to the uh, Stardust in, in Vegas. You didn't? I don't think Stardust so. Stardust used to have the the best damn um, slot machine. It was a um, haywire. And I would always win on that machine. Always. Not not gigantic, but, you know, a couple hundred, three hundred bucks. And then one time we went in there and it was gone. They either moved it or they just uh, they threw it out. They threw it in the garbage. They made an offer it could refuse, and it just uh, ran out the door. Mario says, what's up, fellas? Hope you two had a good weekend. I had a fine weekend. Won Boku Bucks at Woodbine. Lots and lots and lots and lots of money. Not enough to help out George, but lots of money. Neil, don't let the whiners and complainers cramp your style. Taco Bell is good, tasty food. Who says only pricey food can taste good? Now, according to the audience now, all of a sudden, they're all gourmets. Everything has got to be like Morton's or Ruth Chris or... Uh, they have to have their Chateaubriand or whatever, you know. It's got to be gourmet, right? Otherwise, it's cramped. I guess so. Keep holding that chalupa gordita and nachos bel grande. I put quite a bit of stock in your recommendations and tend to avoid places you bash, but I defied your word when it came to the Olive Garden and had a pleasant experience. Oh, oh. I never had pasta in Italy, so I can't compare Olive Garden to the best, but it will do for now. Oh, my God. Olive Garden and Rome. <laughs> Also, I disagree with you on the Cheesecake Factory. Yummy food and a very generous portion for all the gluttons. Yeah, big portions of crap. And the desserts from hunger. I know about your antipathy toward links, but just wanted to pass along the article I found listing all of Bush's failures. Check it out if you have a chance. No, I will not. Have several great days, Neil and George. Like most says, I'm listening and won't stop, says Mario. Thanks, Mario, I guess. The Olive Garden in Italy. Side by side. In fact, when I eat at my favorite trattoria in Rome, I think, boy, I could be back home enjoying the olive garden. Oh. Now, have you eaten there? Have we discussed this only a million times? Never been inside of one. Good. That's why you're still alive. Don't you remember the time that they uh, sent food at IOD and the lettuce was brown and wilted? Mm-hmm. Kind of like the uh, diner that Fat Boy set up for us at QAM. Remember that? Yep. I think it was the same lettuce. Could have been. Brown and wilted. And then not very shortly after that, they went out of business. The diner. Unfortunately, the Olive Garden is still open. Oh, God, what a travesty that is. That's Italian. Not. Here's one from another expert. Neil Fuddruckers is much better than Johnny Rockets with their buttered buns. What happened to all the Fuddruckers in South Florida? No esta allí. That's what happened. They're gone. And once they're gone, they ain't coming back. Is there anyone left over or not? Not that I know. Plantation is long gone. Too much butter on the buns. Too many people crapping their brains out in their pantaloons. That was uh, the biggest. The, the food was great. In addition to which, is Fuddruckers in, in any way, shape, or form like Johnny Rockets? No. Is it a similar theme? Is it a similar no. kind of a restaurant? I, I just don't understand these people. What, what are you people thinking about? The only thing they have in common is that they serve food. And they serve burgers. Mm -hmm. I like Fuddruckers for that squeeze cheese. Man. I liked all the toppings just fine, but the buttering the bun, oh, my God. Wrecked them. Wow. And you know how close I live. My house is down there to uh, the Fuddruckers right. and Plantation. And yet it was always a real battle. Good thing I drive Corvettes. Always a race to get home just in the nick of time before the old Fuddrucker squirts came blowing down. Mike says, I hope you had a great weekend. 
By chance, did you come across the story on Joe the Plumber reporting from Israel? Yeah, it's on our website, Mike. There's two stories about Joe the Plumber, including the latest one where he says the media shouldn't be allowed to be there. He should be, but not the rest of the media. Jesus, give me a break. How stupid is the American public, asks Mike. Who is behind this guy? Who's financing him? Why is he in our lives? Ask John McCain that question. I know you don't want links, so if you're interested, you can find the story with photos of the meathead on so-and-so. Already on our website, Mike, but thanks anyway. They don't read our website. They don't listen to the show, like the one about the uh, story. My, stick to the uh, funerals, okay, Boz? Stick to the dead people. You do a great job. But now he's trying to branch out. I mean, he's trying to be helpful, you know, and mm -hmm. failing badly. Oh, look at all these emails. Holy cow. Very jackass. Oh, and he sends me a link to the blue plate. B uh, well, I'll get to it. Here's one about Tim Tebow. I'm deleting before I even, even have a chance to think about looking at it. Here's one from Mary O'Neill. I heard Royal Castle had reopened. I just had a stop in last night. Oh, my God. I had a six-pack of Neely Burgers, order of onion rings, and large birch beer, and it was better than what I remembered. I hope it never goes away again. Love you and George. Hope Chris is doing okay, making about 30 cents an hour. Have a great week from Mario in North Miami Beach. Thanks, Mario. The birch beer, I forgot about that. Remember the right. high school birch beer? You bet. Mm. Oh, here's one that says the blue plate, Jason from Plantation. Thanks, Jason, so I don't have to go to a link like Very Jackass sent me to. The blue plate is located down the corridor behind the Hard Rock Cafe. Down the corridor? Well, what does that mean? There's a corridor that uh, connects the hotel with the casino, and there's all those things in between there. Restaurants and shops, I presume. The, that's the what he's talking court? about. No, not the food court. The restaurants and shops. Rudy says there's one in Doral and one in Pembroke Pines, meaning a Fuddruckers. Butter the bun. Oh, did you watch the Golden Globes? I sure didn't. Nope. Thank God. Lums is on Davy Road, south of 595. There used to be one Oakland Park Boulevard, east of 95, many moons ago, says Rob. Thank you, Rob. Happy New Year to you, too. Yeah, Lums is still there on Davy Road Extension. Where the Armadillo Cafe used to be in that neck of the woods. You know Lums? Mm-hmm. Okay. Ever had an Ollie burger? And don't, don't they, uh, don't they dink their, they dip they, their yeah. uh, dink, they dip their dink, they dip their hot dogs in beer, right? They I steam them in beer. Yes. They, they dip their wieners in beer. This is Brady Quinn. Whenever I shave my balls, I listen to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. I shaved my balls for my girl Holly. La 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 So she'll lick them like a lolly. La 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 Maybe next time I'll just wax them. La 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 As they grow back, I'll have to scratch them. La 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 You fairy. 1201 at 560 WQM. Happy Monday to you, as happy as a Monday can be. Boy, like I said, those weekends, like that. Just like a, a frog's fart. That's how fast they go by. And then the week goes by real fast, then it's the weekend again. You think, oh, hallelujah, it's the weekend, you know? Yep. And then it's Monday. And then you're dead. One day you're dead. Maybe that's not so bad after all, you know? Maybe I'll give it a try. Oh, please, please, Uncle Neil, die for us. Fall on your sword and die for us. I'd like to see Joe Bell fall on a sword. 
Getting all these food emails now. I guess the uh, fake Larry <laughs> King. Well, he got his wish. In fact, Larry is back. He says, I'm so hungry I can pass out on the floor. I would love a patty melt or cheddar and onion burger from Lucille's in Weston. You ever hear that place before? I never did before today. Mm-mm. Lucille's in Weston. And I looked at that very jackass link about that place in the uh, Hard Rock. Yeah. And what a menu they got. Boy, I'm hollishing now. I'm dying. Here's one about the best hamburger. It says, you must try a burger and fries from a place called Five Guys. You ever hear that? Nope. Everything is cooked in peanut oil. Franchise locations throughout the U.S. Just opened one in Pompano. I'm sure you've also been to Jack's Hamburgers. No, I have not. Never heard of Jack's Hamburgers. Did you? Nope. So guess what, Jay? No, we have not. Been there or heard of it or whatever. Why, why do people say that? I'm sure you've been to this. and I'm... Why do they say that? I don't know. Because they assume they like a lot? to be wrong, I guess. I assume you've been to Jack's Burgers. No. How about a Jack Burger with cheese? <laughs> Ara says there's a Ruckers in the Westland Mall, which, by the way, they changed their name to Westfield Mall. Well, they're probably trying to remain anonymous because so many people came uh, looking for the glory holes of the J.C. Penney's in Westland. So Westfield kind of like throws them, a, uh, throws them a loop. You think? Possibly. I wonder if Jimmy Syphilis has ever been in the tea room with J.C. Penney's in Westland. I'll ask him. <coughs> huh? I'll ask him next time I see him. Yeah, next time you see Jimmy. Does he come into the station since he does the Dolphin games in our station? Or does he, is he not allowed because uh, he does I, the mornings in Iowa? I would not know that. Why not? I'm disconnected. Now, do you see Fat Chris at all? No. You asked me that before. Well, I mean, today's another day. Correct. You might have run into him in the hall, but, but I think he wouldn't still be there. I doubt it. What? Why would he be uh, hanging around for three hours or, you know, two well, hours? Well, you come in at 8.30. Right. So he'd be having to hang out for two and a half hours after his shift. Well, wouldn't it be worth it to see you and confabulate no, you no. and pass no. along a lot of juicy rumors? And... We could see each other anytime we wanted to. What do you mean by that? Just like you and I. We could see each other anytime we wanted to. There's no need. But we don't. Right. And you don't. We happen to uh, interact as often as we need to or want to. That's correct. That's exactly right. Here's one that says, we don't see mouth-to-mouth, -mouth, but what's up with that idiot in the Olive Garden? I wouldn't feed that to my dog. And the Cheesecake Factory, they serve hockey pucks for hamburgers. And Taco Bell still sucks. Well, whatever you say, i got a solution for you. Don't go there. If there's a restaurant you don't like, don't eat the food. Don't go there. If there's music you don't like, don't buy it, don't listen to it. It's very simple. If there's a show you don't like, including this one, don't listen to it. Isn't that, isn't that a way for a happier life? Revolutionary. As opposed to the, you know, that dog barking at the moon. Yeah, barking and barking. The same thing here. But they enjoy it. That's what life in South Florida is all about. Bitching and moaning and bellyaching. That's why this show has been so popular for over 30 years. It's the bitching and bellyaching and moaning show. Here's one. It says, what do you think about Miami's own Mickey Rourke winning Golden Globe? You can still see him on Lincoln Road or around town almost every night. Well, whoopee-doo. Wow. Holy cow. First of all, I didn't know he won a Golden Globe because I didn't watch that crap. I don't watch those award shows. To me, there's nothing more boring than a bunch of self-serving, uh, hoity-toity, overdressed goofballs sitting around patting each other on the ass. Oh, you're so great. No, I'm so great. No, and that's what those shows are all about, isn't it? Yep. yep. And as far as Mickey Rourke, anybody who's, anybody who's interested in Mickey Rourke, I have no that's your motto. I have no life. Oh, my God. You can still see him around town. Wow. Wouldn't you go out of your way to go and say, like Lincoln Road Mall if you could see Mickey work there? I'd pay admission. 
And then that's the end of our emails with an hour and 54 minutes to go. So here's George. Hey, everybody. I'm looking to see if I have any un, unfinished. Oh, here's Joe the Plumber heads to Israel as journalist. Send me the link on that. Send, in fact, send me the link on all the stories that we have on our website. Oh, Anita Marks. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, this is great. These are some of my favorite. And even though you, you assume that every email is fake, yes. it's not from, I don't know. Oh, Blue Plate is located between the rear bus entrance and the casino. Also, there's a rear parking lot at the Hard Rock that's often empty during the week. It makes for a short, stress-free entrance into the building. Usually during events, it gets blocked off for executive and VIPs. Any other time, it's open to the public. Thank you, Jay. How do you like that? Because the rest of the parking, even on weekday mornings when there's almost nobody inside, for whatever reason, unless you want a valet there, which I don't mind doing, but uh, it's a long schlep. And they don't have any uh, shuttle bus like they do at Woodbine. Of course, they don't have the bad weather to contend with like we do here. But nevertheless, wouldn't you think with all the old farts that go in there, they'd have a shuttle bus to the parking lots? One would think. It's a long schlep. Right. A little trolley, maybe. A little shuttle bus. My God. Yeah, the food thing gets them going. Here's a here's another Fuddrucker one. Oh, and stop with the Tim Tebow stuff, okay? I'm not interested. Don't you get it? I don't care. He's as boring as dog poop. I know you did. Oh, Robert says, I know you didn't watch, but thought you'd like to know Mickey Rourke won the Golden Globe for Best Actor. I don't care. If I cared, I would have watched it. I didn't even know he was still acting. He looked like he got hit by a freight train. Not sure what movie it was for. I would never see a Mickey Rourke movie. Maybe six and a half weeks. Don't you have a funny Mickey Rourke bit? Can you please play? No, we can't. We can play one of them. There's two of them, and one we can't play. He, this this guy is just trying to sucker me into playing the uh, Mickey Rourke thing. Which I don't know what, it, what it's under. Oh, there it is. On South Beach. I've got a lot of friends that are on the police force here that in confidentiality have told me how much of it is. Yeah. See, had to uh, chop that off. Didn't he say ass wipe? Something like Something. that. Something. I don't come from a place where Please. somebody says, suck my dick, I'm yeah, going to walk okay. away, okay? I don't know. Maybe you're from... Yeah. Finger, he was saying finger. So, yeah, and stick my it finger in your... it sound uh, like he was saying something else, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's it. There you go. That's the lovely Mickey work. Why should we care about that? Because he lives in South Florida. Is that why we should uh, care about know. it? I don't know. Anita Marks says, here's an update on her situation. Well, the Ravens keep winning, so it looks like my start on WQM is going to be delayed at least one more week. I sure hope that Mr. Bell and Mr. Barrow understand these delays. I expected Baltimore to beat Miami last week, but never would have thought they could win in Nashville yesterday. It was so cold, rainy, and wet on that sideline. I sure am looking forward to roaming the sidelines for the Dolphins in sunny Miami. What's your take on this week's game? I don't have a take. I don't care about any of these teams. I have no interest. My heart is very torn. I'd like the Ravens to keep their magic ride going, but if Pittsburgh wins, I can start my career at WQM sooner. I guess only time will tell. Anyway, thanks for all your advanced promotion over the past few weeks. Sure will help having a fan base already built up for me when I get there. Signed, Anita Marks, XO. I think it's the real one. Yeah. Either that or it's Joe Bell. That could be. Yeah. Is he there today? Did he show his army face? Yeah, as a matter of fact, he opened the door and waved. Did he really? He did earlier. What time was that? I don't know, morning. 
Jack's Hamburger is located on US 1, just south of Commercial Boulevard on the west side. They've been there since the 60s. The true half-burger exists there. Well, what does that mean? Half-burger? I don't know. Is that in size? I don't know. Maybe a half-burger. Half-pound, maybe? Oh, well, could be. Could be, I don't know. A lot of these things are written in haste, and haste makes waste and tastes like paste. I don't know. Here's one about Lucille's. Lucille's Diner Weston, you actually had them as one of your Neal's deals several months ago. Did we? Who? Oh, and Ray says, I have no interest in ever going back. Not so good. That's what Ray says. Well, Ray's just taking a cheap shot. Lums in Davy is closed and has been for over a year. People are wrong. Blue Plate Diner in Hard Rock is very, very good food. Five Guys Hamburgers is delicious. Their fries are worth a trip alone. Says my mouth is watering just thinking about it. Jack's Hamburgers is okay, but Five Guys is awesome. Not good. Not just good. Not even great, but awesome. Robert says, with regard to burger restaurants, I still think the burgers from Char Hut are the best. They also have pretty good footlong hot dogs. Much better than the overrated Fuddruckers ever was. P.S. Cheesecake Factory sucks. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Hey, Neil. This is Randy West. And if you can't tell the difference between me and Ron Jeremy, you should try girls. It seems Britney Spears' legal team has finally had enough. Senator Hillary Clinton was clearly emotional at a midday event in Dover. Police arrive at Britney's home, where they reportedly hear her giggling hysterically inside a locked bathroom. A possible breakthrough in the two-month-old writer's strike. Roger Clemens fires back. The baseball great denies charges of using steroids and human growth hormone. Quarterback Tony Romo, who did not play very well against the Giants, is getting blasted in Dallas for spending last weekend in Cabo with girlfriend and bad luck charm Jessica Simpson. Britney Spears still isn't allowed to visit her children. Fighting for the Democratic lead, Obama and Clinton took the gloves off. New England Patriots are going to be 18-0 going into the Super Bowl. The Giants are going to the Super Bowl. Well, the Boston Globe is so confident the Patriots will win the Super Bowl. Their sports staff has already written a book about the team's perfect 19-0 season. The Giants it's day four for Britney Spears at UCLA Medical Center on involuntary psychiatric hold. Amy Winehouse, they've tried to make her go to rehab and now she has. Hillary Clinton knows she has to turn the tide. 3.49 for a gallon of regular unleaded gas ties a record. New York Governor Elliot Spitzer apologizes after being linked to a major prostitution ring. Former Beatle Paul McCartney is paying big time to settle his divorce with Heather Mills. Senator Hillary Clinton is backing away from her story that she came under sniper fire during a trip to Bosnia as First Lady. Richie Zambora, the lead guitarist for Bon Jovi, is out of jail this morning after being arrested for drunk driving. We now know who the Democratic nominee is going to be, and no one's going to dispute it. Three tornadoes have left neighborhoods in southeast Virginia devastated. Miley Cyrus, topless. If the Democratic nomination battle is supposedly over, Somebody forgot to tell Hillary Clinton. All right, day two of the R. Kelly child pornography trial. Senator Edward Kennedy has been diagnosed with a malignant brain tumor. It was so hot, I saw Amy Winehouse smoking a cracksicle. For one week from today, Barack Obama hopes to have enough delegates to become the Democratic nominee. The unveiling of the iPhone 2.0. At least two dozen people have been hospitalized after eating contaminated raw tomatoes. As a result of his sudden and unexpected death, he's being mourned like a president or a pope. Tim Russert died on Friday, just 58 years old. AAA reports the average price of unleaded regular is now 4 
07. He taught us what we can't say on television and where we should put all the stuff we have. Comic icon George Carlin has passed away. You're not the only one getting hit by high gas prices. Many prostitution houses are also hurting. Some media reports had suggested A-Rod may be romantically linked with singer Madonna. 330 active wildfires in California. And thousands of homes are threatened, although not nearly as many homes threatened by countrywide mortgage. AAA says the national average for unlettered regular is about 4.11 a gallon. Anheuser-Busch has agreed to a $52 billion takeover. Mortgage giants Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are getting help from the Treasury Department, a bailout, and canine cuisine will be off limits at some restaurants during next month's Olympic Games in Beijing. General Motors is in trouble. Brett Favre says he doesn't feel welcome in Green Bay. And Angelina Jolie news and the baby twins while well, they finally left the hospital in Nice, France over the weekend. Senator John McCain is Jumping all over Obama. Former presidential hopeful John Edwards is now responding to a tabloid report that he had an affair. Edwards says this is simply not true. You're not allowed to streak in Beijing for the Olympics. Federal investigators want to know what Mary-Kate Ashland knows about the death of her friend Heath Ledger. One of the most important qualities in the next president of the United States is to be very, very very old. The woman John Edwards says he had an affair with is refusing to have a paternity test on her young child. Swimming scene on Michael Phelps' quest for perfection. I'm a hockey mom from Alaska. David Duchovny has voluntarily checked himself into a rehab facility for sex addiction. You can actually see Russia from land here in Alaska. Don LaFontaine, who was arguably the best voiceover guy ever, has passed away. Tom Brady got hit right on the knee. You know, you, you can put, uh, Lipstick on a pig. It's still a pig. United Airlines is doubling its fee to check a second bag on domestic flights. Clay Aiken makes the most unsurprising announcements in years. Yup, I'm gay. McCain doesn't think the current bailout proposal will pass. We're a couple of mavericks. Gosh darn it. Obama has his first clear lead over John McCain. Paul Newman's legacy will live on for years. The Dow dropped almost 780 points. The Rays move on to the World Series to take on the Philadelphia Phillies. Sarah Palin going rogue. Governor Sarah Palin is still defending herself over the $150,000 wardrobe the Republican National Committee bought her. And CNN can now project that Barack Obama, 47 years old will become the president-elect of the United States. We know the challenges that tomorrow will bring are the greatest of our lifetime. Leaders from the big three automakers were back on Capitol Hill today working to secure a massive bailout. New York Giants star receiver Plaxico Burris is being charged with a crime after shooting himself in the leg. The deadly face-off in Mumbai, India continues to unfold. Las Vegas judge Jackie Glass rejected Simpson's apology and sentenced him up to 33 years in prison. Nationwide average for a gallon of regular unleaded is now $1.72. Oprah Winfrey opens about her recent weight gain. Michael Jackson's famous glittering glove is going on the auction. Block. The House has passed the big three auto bailout bill. The economy is so bad, it's on ad today for the new Trump trailer park. That's how bad. Yeah. Twelve twenty-two. At what point during the year is that become kind of like uh, outdated and past? Say, like the middle of May, maybe. Last week. Last week. Oh, I mean, I like it. It kills a lot of time. I get a lot. Well, done. that's what I'm saying. Last week. Last week, my ass 
I bet. They still like it. Okay. I like it. You like it. I like it fine. It's long. It's well done. Terminal. What? It's long. Are you knocking that bit? Yes. Well, there goes your increased pay. Oh, yeah. I just reached over and tore up that check. <laughs> Big, fat check I was going to send you because I was I was uh, GG in New Orleans, wherever the hell he is. In Louisiana somewhere. Giving me a song to dance about how, oh, your legacy will never be the same if you don't take the proper care of George. Yeah, you should be making 250 and 300 grand a year. Go tell Joe Bell that right now. Sure. And see how long before, before he rolls over on the floor. 220 votes on the poll. My take on the Israeli-Palestinian conflict is the Israelis are a bunch of bullies, 45. I hope they wipe each other off the map, 43. Chabze and Dreard. The Palestinians had it coming, 36. Can't we all just get along, people, 33. I'm glad I don't live in Gaza City, 30. I couldn't care less, 14. Does that have anything to do with the Super Bowl, 12? What conflict, 4? And Obama will straighten them out, 3. Oh, we're fine. That's right. He's still dead, by the way, Dan Stewart. I still can't get over that. As long as I live, I'll never forget the day that he came into that studio. I don't remember under what pretense to give me a song to dance about how the kid on um, Young and Horny is gay. Gay. Yeah. Remember that? Trying to yeah, out well, that uh, whatever his name is. First hand what? knowledge. Yeah, he had first hand uh, knowledge. What story was? Yeah. He said it was a real hands-on guy. Mm -hmm. Rob, uh, what's his name? I don't know. Rob Morrow. I don't know what. Josh his name is. Morrow. Josh Morrow. That's it, was I it? think. Well, you sure know your uh, soaps. Oh, yeah. Never and your body one. wash. Never miss any of them. I wonder yeah. if there's any people out there still using soap. I sure hope not. Let's not discuss that again. Huh? Soap is for people. Talk, talk about old people not wanting to try new things. What a joke that is. Charles and Pinecrest says, for, bur uh, for burgers, Five Guys is great. They are popping up everywhere. I never heard of it. They have great fries, too. I don't eat fries. Although I did eat the cheese fries. That was a bad mistake at Johnny F. and Rockets. I watched them do it. They take a slice of cheese, and they put the fries under the uh, broiler. And it just gets, like, all gooey and sticky, and it yeah. doesn't really melt because it's, you know, you're supposed to use a cheese sauce, right? Right. Like squeeze cheese. Or uh, grated cheddar cheese or something, not a uh, slice of processed cheese. Food. One slice of cheese, and they melt it on top of the fries. That is so grotesque. Anyway, it says they're cheap and don't use frozen meat. Also, Le Tub on A1A is amazing for burgers. It's not cheap, but the burgers are huge. Le Tub is no frills, but really scrumptious. Lucille's is really good. Try the turkey dinner. So we got split verdict on that. Blue Plate in Hard Rock is pretty good, but my favorite place over there is Tattoo. They give you free cotton candy after dinner. Oh! Wow. Can you imagine me eating cotton candy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't had cotton candy since I was like a little kid, a hundred years ago. They give you free cotton candy after dinner. Then it gets all over your chin. Then you get go inside and you smear it all over the machines. By the way, I know that the Finn show hurts the night ratings, but D.A. blows. He makes Eddie K. look like Mr. Excitement. Joe Bell has really effed up that place as Charles and Pinecrest. Yeah, you're sure right about the very last part there. Joe Bell, everything he touches turns to... Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Neil, yeah. God. Hello, my name is 
I don't I know, know that the uh, steak and quake in Tampa on Dale Mabry, one of my very favorite, probably my favorite, where the burgers don't fall apart and the shakes are just as good as the ones in South Florida. Steak and quake. Right on Dale Mabry. Not too far from where uh, Shakey's used to be. Oh, God, did I love Shakey's Pizza. We've talked about that a million times. Mm -hmm. I, I think I'm the only one who ever ate there. That's why they're Must out of be. business. You never ate at Shakey's? Nope. I'll be damned. Uh, Andre says, I went to the new, new N.E.W. at the Pine Chops Pembroke Gardens off Pines Boulevard I-75. Oh, the new uh, Fuddruckers this weekend oh, was pretty oh. good. I thought new was, it says, I went to new. Get some help, Andres. Speak it in English. The burger was very tasty. I got the half-pound burger. Well done. I can't stand a bloody burger. Ew. No, I can't stand bloody meat. Oh, gross. There's nothing like going into a restaurant, ordering a steak medium well, and they bring you a plate with blood just dripping all over the plate. Oh. The only thing I didn't like was the fries. They gave, like, 12 of those nasty potato wedges with seasoning like KFC, but worse. I've seen some people get one-pound burgers. It was huge, size of a plate. Also, my final thing is that they did not have the hanging dead butchered cow in the window. It's just meat patties. How I'm disappointed. Keep it coming, Rogers. You to bass George's, too. One time for my Uncle Charlie, says B-Doc. The new Fuddruckers. So there's a new one. How come they're closing up old ones and they're building new ones? Don't know. In fact, the Arby's next to where the old Fuddruckers and Plantation used to be is still there. I just seen it two weeks ago when I was down there. I got to see all the scenery. And then, you know what? Didn't look like very much has changed to me. Except those two big, ugly white buildings in the middle of nowhere out there in uh, Sunrise. It's just, it's just crazy that they gave them zoning to build that crap. Why do they do that? Don't totally know. out of place. Totally ugly and totally out of place. Paul says, I just had a Five Guys burger for the first time last week. I will have to say it is one of the best burgers I've had. Probably not the best. I still like Jack's hamburgers better. The closest Five Guys Burgers to you is in Rochester, and I doubt you'd want to schlep your way to go there for just a burger. In fact, Barry Jackass sent me the address. Closest one to you is 1100 Jefferson Road in Rochester. I know exactly where that is. Am I going there? No. No. If Don and Bob's were still open during the good weather, I might actually drive down there. Don and Bob's, uh, they beat them all. That had the best burger. Now they're out of business. It says, go to Wendy's, get a double cheeseburger. It's just as good as Five Guys. And P.S. Paul says, I still use soap. Oh, my God. You fairy. Paulie. Yeah, you asked. Yeah, I did ask. Well, one thing I'd like to know about that. Why? When there's a new product that it doesn't slip and slide and fall out of your hand and doesn't get hair on it and stuff like that, that is so much superior to soap. There's a new product called body wash. Everybody in the world uses it. Even when you go to Europe to some, uh, you know, back-ass, even in Rome, where there are so many schleppers living there. And you go to a decent hotel there, and in the bathroom, there is not soap, there's body wash. How do you like that? Mm-hmm. Even the barbarians, like in Amsterdam, even they have body wash in the hotels. And they ought to, the prices they charge there. So I guess the new deal is in place in Amsterdam, from what we were reading. They cut the uh, red light district down to a couple of blocks. And they eliminated most of the coffee houses, if not all of them, and most of the porn joints and stuff like that. Who the hell wants to go there? What do they got? Go there right. to see the tulips, the tulipin? Would you schlep all the way to Amsterdam to see tulips? Uh, no, thanks. We got tulips. Here, yeah, I know which lips you're talking about. Those. 
Jason from Plantation says, if you try the new Chick-fil-A that just opened by your house, Sunrise and Flamingo. There's a Chick-fil-A at Sunrise and Flamingo? Okay. You'll think you're in another country and the staff is so damn friendly. How do you like that? A friendly staff, and I hear the food is really great. I've never eaten a Chick-fil-A. It's good. Not a big chicken guy. It's not what I heard. Here's one from uh, Rick. I just called Lums, and if they're closed, they're still answering their phone. Thanks for calling Lums. So what's the story? What's the uh, deal? Do you want me to give you the phone number and you'll call it? Well, if you want. I mean, I could look it up. I got it right here. And you're going to come down and eat there? No, I'm just I'm just asking uh, for you to call and see if they're still open. Okay. 954. Well, I'll, I'll dump the number. I don't know why I should dump the number, Whatever. but then everybody will call. Mm-hmm. Uh, 583-6872. Okay. Okay, I just dumped it. Okay. Well, I, I don't know why. I mean, anybody can get it. It's not that we don't want you to call there. It's just that we don't want you to mess around while George is trying to get the information. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. I wet my pants. Well, congratulations. Get a life. He said the Duffster is our main sales guy and we should prod him like cattle, Jolly Joe Bells told Norma. How do you like that? Uh, Start prodding. And Norma's getting a free lunch out of this phone call today. I would have somebody taste the food first, Norma. 
That's my suggestion. Release day spoke. Isn't that exciting? He yeah. spoke to Jolly Joe Bell. Well, that's another day in hell. Here's one that says, I've realized why you like Taco Bell and Red Lobster so much. It's all Joe Bell's fault for slashing your contract. Now you're having to cut back and spend less, especially on meals, and not having and, and uh, now having to play the nickel and penny slots. Good luck. I hope they haven't cut back on your health insurance. First of all, they don't pay for my health insurance. I'm an independent contractor, which is really none of your business. I pay for my own health insurance. How do you like that, Yenta? Mm-hmm. As, as if. Yeah. As if and the like company I said, pays for anyone. Like I said on Friday, every meal has to be at a fine gourmet eatery, according to all these food snobs out there. I mean, what, what kind of person, even with zillions of dollars, doesn't eat junk food? Right. I mean, no doubt you could get the gout by eating rich, expensive food. I mean, rich in right. terms of the uh, food itself. Mm -hmm. Not that that's all that healthy anyway, just because it's expensive. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to go have a steak. Actually, we're getting pizza for lunch today, for those who are taking notes. We're getting pizza. All for me! Is that okay? Fine by me. Yeah. Or should I care? It's not gourmet either. It's, it's pretty good stuff, but it's not like $100 a pie. Mike says, well, while Five Guys makes a great burger, Red Robin is also a superior place to get a good burger. I've heard of that, Red Robin. I don't mm -hmm. know where that is. I've heard of them, too. <clears throat> None on the... Now, did you call Lums? Yep. And? Uh, they're open. They're open as we speak. I heard all kinds of, you know, restaurant noise in the background there. You know, did plates you talk and to silverware and things. Yeah, I spoke to somebody. And? I said, are you folks open for business? And she said, we sure are. Well, how do you like that? So somebody lied. Somebody lied, probably from some sloppy-ass uh, fast food joint. Anyway, it says, none on the east coast of Florida for George, Red Robin, but there are plenty just across the border for you in Rochester. Oh, yeah, I, I know you'll hop right in your car and pick some up. Right, says Mike. Sure I will, Mike. I'll tell you, if they still had that ferry. You ferry. That goes across Lake Ontario between Toronto and Rochester. Remember they tried that? Yep. That lasted for about how many minutes? About 30, man. About five minutes. And they discovered that there were a few people, uh, you know, in Rochester who wanted to come up here, a pretty fair number. But there was nobody in Toronto or anywhere in Ontario who wanted to go to Rochester. So it didn't work out too well, eh? And they, uh, they schmidt canned it. Oh, well. I could swim across the lake. In fact, maybe I could walk across there right now. Sure. You think Lake Ontario is frozen? Take your uh, steel-belted radials. Yeah, that's a good idea. Jimmy says, I'd like to recommend a movie that's so bad it's good. Now on DVD is Death Race starring Jason Statham from The Transporter. You know who that is? Yeah, you would not like uh, him or this movie. Wow. Have you seen Death Race? No, I saw the previews for it. I'll watch he it. He plays your typically wrongly convicted good guy who's forced to race cars in a futuristic prison in order to win his freedom. But these cars come equipped with machine guns, rockets, and napalm to be used against the opponents, and the whole thing is broadcast by Internet Pay-Per-View. If that doesn't sound ridiculous enough for you, there's also the prison warden, played by critically acclaimed award-winning actress Joan Allen, who must be slumming for a paycheck on the advice of her agent, who I'm sure since has been replaced. Now, once we get hooked up with incompetent agents, so they're, they're with us forever. You, you'll get to hear other the most uncanny bits of dialogue ever written. You can't repeat this on the air, but here it goes. Oh, I can't. Well, uh, can I clean it up a little bit? Please. Okay, sucker. You want to F with me? Let's see who gets to on my sidewalk. It's worth a viewing just to say you saw it, it says. 
Take care and have a good week. P.S. Sorry for the long email. I'm glad I'm not the only cheese fries purist. If it ain't sauce, it must be tossed. Yeah, you don't make cheese fries by melting a slice of American cheese on uh. or French fries under the broiler. I couldn't believe when they put it in front of me. I thought, are you people schmitting me or what? And I love the place. I absolutely love that place, Johnny effing Rockets. But that is so effing bad. It's effing unacceptable is what it is. It's as effing unacceptable as the conversation that Jolly Joe Bell had with Norma Kent. I should repeat, oh, God, I'll tell you before the show tomorrow morning. Don't forget. Okay. I'll read it to you verbatim. This coming from the general manager of a radio station and his comment. You, you'll just, I don't know what you'll do. You might just uh, squeeze your bag a few times. Anyway, um, somebody says American Graffiti with Mel's Drive-In still exists in Hollywood Boulevard in L.A. And here's a link to their uh, website, melsdrivein.com. How do you like that? That was the drive-in in American Graffiti. Mm-hmm. Wasn't Ronnie Howard in that movie? Yep. How sad. That, he bugs me, man. I don't know what it is. I don't. I never liked him at all. Probably not even he's a, a redhead. Bit. Is that what it is? You must no, I'm not right. talking about the way he looks. I'm just talking about the whole the whole ambiance of that child. I, I just, of course, now he's a big uh, hotshot director. You know. Yeah, he's a big media. Plus, director. I hated that show. Also, Happy Days. Happy Gays. Oh my God. Hey, hey. And the one I hated the worst was that Tom Bosley. Tom Bosley. Tom right. Bosley. He did some bogus infomercial here a few years ago and was never seen again, I hope. Tom Bosley. Just annoying. Uh, here's one from Jason who says, The best and cheapest burger is the one I make at my house. All these people emailing you with their favorite burger joints are the same sons of bitches who are defaulting on their mortgages. My tax dollars will go to bailing these bastards out, says Jason. I get the feeling he's a little bit porked off. You can get a pound of ground beef and a pack of buns for about six bucks and feed a family of four. Fire up the grill, put on some Johnny Cash, crack open a cold beer, and enjoy the best burger you'll ever have. Are there any real men out there? Buck up, says Jason. How do you like that? Okay. Well, if everybody did that, all the burger joints go out of business. Bad for the economy, Jason. We don't want to do that. Although Jolly Joe says, yeah, you're full of crap, Jolly Joe. You're evil. You're a life and station destroyer, is what you are. 284 on the pool. Once we get past 300, we're home free. Home fries. Why do they call them home fries? I don't know. Isn't that an interesting question? Have you ever thought about that? I have. Have you? I didn't, yeah. And what, what did you deduce? That uh, they make them at home, or they are like home style, maybe? That's home just style. A, a uh, theory, mind you. And then, of course, there's always out of home style. Right. Then there's on the street corner Business style fries. for the homeless. Do you know there's homeless people here on the street corners? I imagine they're everywhere, aren't they? This is one of the greatest scandals in this community, is that they're in, a, in an area of 5 million people, and this, this town has got just enormous amounts of money. I mean, you wouldn't believe all these Russians and India people, all the coming in and buying up these condos, which they keep building, by the way, every five minutes. There's a new condo complex springs up every five minutes in Toronto. And yet, even now, at this time of the year, when a, when the temperature is like uh, freezing minus 100, when you could f- make ice on the sidewalk, you could pee on the sidewalk and make a pee cube, and there are people laying out there on a, oh, spare some change, have a nice day. And, and most of these people aren't even panhandlers. They don't even ask you for money. They just lie there shivering. 
with a blanket and a toque if they're lucky. You ever wear a toque? Just this morning. I took a toque. Brian says there's an A&W in scenic Claremont, Florida. The food isn't so great, but the floats are great. Steak and Shake's got good cheese fries, but the fries are skinny. Yeah, Brad Pitt's got something that's skinny for you, too, Brian. Aren't you getting a little tired of him? Am I the only one that's tired of Brad Pitt already? I uh, managed to avoid him very uh, easily. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, the media I mean, likes the media to throw things in our faces. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, I avoid it. I mean, talk about when in doubt, a little bit burned out. I'm fresh, new, and exciting compared to Brad. <clears throat> Trust me when I tell you. You don't believe me, do you? Nope. 285 votes. Our goal is 300. Then I'm going to order the pizza. Neil, I think you should sue QAM into oblivion and accelerate their decline into bankruptcy. It says, okay, whatever you say, you sue them. By the way, I think your ratings will suck. You clearly have lost your ear for good radio, as evidenced by your playing that all Lang Syne bit over and over. Over, Your show simply blows without the callers. Oh, yeah, the callers are what make it great. That's correct. I play that over and over. I played it like once a day. I played it about four or five times since New Year's. Today is the 12th. And you know what? I like it. You like it? I love it. In fact, maybe I'll play it again several times. Must try Azteca. Oh, why does this guy, Zek, keep sending me the same thing over and over again? Off Pine Island, 595. Good food. Live, live mariachi band. Yeah, that's what does it for me. Good Mexican food. I wouldn't eat the salsa, though. Kind of funky. Try the burrito. Zachariah on Pine Island. I thought it was Azteca. Is it Azteca or is it Zachariah? I mean, it was Zechariah. That, that's who it is. And what kind of a name is Zechariah anyway? <laughs> Biggest name. The best talent. This is Roger. Roger. It's the one to two hour. Springtime is here, so I'm cleaning my kitchen. I have to mop under my fridge there. I sweep up big dust balls and a couple of magnets. I'm always grossed out by the things under there. The more that I clean, well, the stuff it gets weirder. My grandma's old dentures, some green pizza crust. The hamster that I lost way back in the 60s. He's decomposing and he's turning to dust. forget to uh, read you tomorrow morning before the show that email from Norma Kent. I won't. You might you might just, uh, I don't know, do Chortle. harm to yourself. You might do harm to Joe Bell. You might go in there and like fart in his face real, real loud and real moist. 
The man who once unilaterally decided he refused to accept any absentee ballots that weren't printed on 80-pound paper stock is now looking for a better job. Kenneth Blackwell, a crazy person, made famous by his role in the hotly contested 2004 presidential election in Ohio, where he served both as honorary chairman of the Bush-Cheney re-election bid and as the state's top election official, is now campaigning to become chairman of the Republican National Committee. But his past may yet come back to haunt him. As Ohio's Secretary of State, he was instrumental in passing Ohio's gay marriage ban amendment, and he let some of his personal feelings slip in 2006 in an interview with the Columbus Dispatch. Blackwell told the interviewer that being gay was like having a compulsion. For instance, he said, a penchant for arson or kleptomania. I think homosexuality is a transgression against God's law, God's will, he said. The reality is, again, that I think we make choices all the time. And I think you make good choices and bad choices in terms of lifestyle. Our expectation is that one's genetic makeup might make one more inclined to be an arsonist or might make one more inclined to be a kleptomaniac. Do I think that they can be changed? Yes. Blackwell's comments caused outrage in the gay press, but mainstream media articles about the RNC chairman's race have tended to ignore the remarks. On Monday, however, prominent gay radio host Michelangelo Signorelli posted a transcript of an interview conducted with Blackwell last September in that Blackwell reiterated the crux of his earlier comments. I believe homosexuality is a compulsion that can be contained, repressed, or changed, Blackwell said, according to the transcript. The fact is, you can choose to restrain that compulsion. And so I think, in fact, you don't have to give in to the compulsion to be homosexual. I think that's been proven in case after case after case. Blackwell was seen to be a rising star in the Republican political landscape, but his outlook dimmed after he lost an Ohio gubernatorial bid in 2006. Today, he's vice chairman of the RNC's platform committee. In his radio interview, Sirius Radio Signorelli also asked Blackwell about his own sexuality. Did you choose to be heterosexual, Signorelli asked? Do you wake up one day and say, I want to be heterosexual? The answer is, I've never had to make the choice because I've never had the urge to be other than a heterosexual. But in fact, if I had the urge to be something else, I could have, in fact, suppressed that urge, Blackwell said. Wow. How do you like that? This is the guy who helped mm-hmm. fix the uh, 2004 election for Bush. Yeah. What did you expect? I beg your pardon? What did you expect? The same. 302 on the poll. We can go home now. By the way, Zek sent me back a scathing, sarcastic, uh, caustic, uh, about what's a great biblical name and yada, some some crap. And no, my middle name is not Bob, Zek. Neil and Bob. Pretty clever. (laughs) Jason from Plantation says you must also experience the best steak in the U.S., Oh, and I've seen this place, the Council Oak Steakhouse in the uh, Hard Rock Casino in the southeast corner. Mm-hmm. We saw that the other day, last time I was there. And it looked really damn good. This is the model that the Seminole Tribe have used for a deal they just signed with the Yankees for New York steakhouses around the globe. Go check it out. I was the guy who called to tell you about the NIGC. What is the NIGC? Don't know. Oh, that's the thing about the um, setting the odds at the slots. Ah, the Gaming Commission. Remember, I got nervous because I saw yes. it started with NIG. Well, anything that starts with NIG, you aren't going to say that on the air. No. See? Jimmy says, don't bother with Chick-fil-A. They're owned by hardcore Christian wackos who are closed on Sundays. Apparently, the Lord doesn't feel the urge for a chicken sandwich on his day of rest. And on the seventh day, the Lord ate chicken. And the colonel was pleased. 
Scott, Jewish boy in Pinellas Park, says it's still there. Steak and shake on Dale Mabry. They remodeled it. The whole chain is great. Well, I, I don't know about that, if the whole chain is great. Mm-hmm. We get a lot of complaints about the burger. In fact, the one that's steak and shake by me there on Sunrise, the shakes are the best in the universe, but the burgers, they, like, fall apart. You know what I mean? Yep. yep. Loose meat. Of course, there are a lot of guys who like, you know, loose meat. This is true. As for five guys, I'm lucky that there's one across the street from me, says Scott. One place to avoid is Biff Burger in St. Pete. Biff. Food is good, but they don't let you eat if you don't have a vintage car. One time, wife and I went there. We were told unless we parked our car two or three blocks away, it would be towed, and they didn't care that we just ordered food. We went to the Mickey D's next door in plain sight of Biff's, where we were sure that, a used, that any car, our car, would be welcome. Who ever heard of such a thing? Biff Burger, they don't let you eat if you don't have a vintage car? Okay. What if you got a beautiful Corvette? What if I uh, have another option and I go somewhere else? Exactly, like the Mickey D's next door. Yeah. And by the way, anybody who wants to give me a bunch of crap about Mickey D's, I love the double cheeseburger, and I really, really, really love the uh, anus burger with bacon and cheddar, which I had one the other day. Over the weekend, I had a Mickey D's anus burger with bacon and cheddar, which you can't get there. So, And I love these people who share their expertise, but they have no idea what they're talking about because they've never eaten it. Right? Right. You can't get no anus burger in the States yet, eh? And it's on like a, a, they call it like a pastry bun. It's a really nifty bun. Got a slice of tomato and a slice of onion. Mm-hmm. Onion. Onion. Shannon. Hey, Shannon. Oh, Zach. I already read your thing, Zach. Go away. Quit being such a sarcastic bastard. I think the Lord is going to smite your ass, Zach. Robert says there's another Jack's Hamburgers on 18th Street, South of Atlantic Boulevard. They make a tasty burger. Olive Garden blows. Are they kidding me, thinking Olive Garden is real Italian food? Only Goyam like the Olive Garden, Robert. Says they're nuts. And then he says, like in Italian, he says, uh, F them. Have a great day. You too, Robert. Olive Garden. I, I guess i got to play all those bits, huh? Yes. Or either that or I'll play that um, old Lang Syne thing again. Please play it twice. I've lost my ear for good radio. That's why I keep playing that thing over. I play it because it's six minutes and some odd seconds long. These people don't know. And kill some good time. If you think sitting here talking for four hours every day and making magic is like falling off a log, well, guess again. Yeah. It doesn't kill good time. It slaughters it. That's right. It butchers butchers it. it. Yeah. I already took the disc out. Damn it. I could put it back in there. Rocky says my vote goes to Cheeburger, Cheeburger, and Boca Raton. His vote. Are, are we voting? Are we having a contest? Are we doing like a, uh, a footy? Where do you get the best burger in town? Let's do it for like six months. What do you say? Let's do it for five years. And at the end of the five years, any place that's still open for business wins. Rocky says my vote goes to Cheeburger, Cheeburger, and Boca. Huge burgers, great taste. Five guys is too overpriced. Could eat three of them, and they're like five GD bucks apiece. Not that my vote matters. You're right, Rocky. Keep up the good work. And he signs it, Ernie Banks. Hey, hey, Ernie Banks, let's play five. Is he still alive, Ernie Banks? I guess I'm pretty sure he is. Ernie Banks. Mr. Cub. You don't know Ernie Banks? Seriously, you never heard that name? Of course I have. Harry Carey would be really pissed off if he weren't dead. Who, Harry? Ernie. Ernie Banks, is. I know he's still alive. I wonder if he's like a, a, a sportscaster somewhere. Every ex-jock is a sportscaster. Everyone. 
everyone who ever played, everyone who was ever a coach. Who did I see over the weekend? Some ex-coach? Oh, my God, who got canned, and as a result, is now a, he's now a broadcaster. Everybody's a broadcaster. All you kids out there, like I've told you a million times, stay out of this business. It's a slaughterhouse. And now, with all these uh, ex-jocks, everybody's a broadcaster. If you, ever, if you ever took a shower naked with another guy, you're a broadcaster. Well, then. And what was that with um, in the Eagles-Giants game? Were they... Quarterback, the Eagles quarterback winds up on the sideline, and the Giants coach pats him on the ass. I don't know. Good what sportsmanship. Is that all about? What? Good sportsmanship. Sportsmanship by ass. You pat the opponent's guy on the ass. ass. God. Like I didn't read that in the rules. I'm sorry. You'll have to have somebody else explain. Yank it, baby. The Olive Garden. When you're here, you're family, and that's exactly how we'll treat you. Welcome to the Olive Garden. Hey, sit up straight, huh? And put your napkin on your lap. What's the matter with you? If you're sick of your own family driving you nuts, let the wait staff at the Olive Garden take over for a while. Excuse me. Can we see the dessert menu? Oh, I'm sorry. Dessert is only for good little girls and boys who finish their dinner. Aw, come on. All righty. Five more bites and you can have a cookie. The Olive Garden, for the best in dysfunctional dining. How's everything? Mmm, delicious. I have another question. When are you going to get married? I'm not getting any younger, and I want to hold the grandchild before I die. The Olive Garden, when you're here, you're family. And when you're not here, where are you? Where do you go at night? Why do you stay out so late? Did you know your mother stayed up all night waiting for you? We were right 117 at 560 WQM. Boy, that place is just uh, to die from. As a matter of fact, where's where's the uh, joke? Somebody sent me. Oh, here it is. There oh, was yeah. a joke on Leno the other night. The economy is so bad, the mafia is eating at the Olive Garden. Says oh, Laney yeah. and Kendall. Thanks, Lanny. What? Wow. Mm. Well, that's pretty uh, humorous for the uh, Leno show, yeah. Mm. Kevin says, miss Chris and all his fatty ways and wit. Yeah, he'd be right at home here today. <laughs> Tubby Chris. But weighing in on this issue? Yeah, he'd be weighing in on a meaty issue with a food talk. How do we get started with the food dog? Was that fake Larry King? I, I'll tell you who I'd like to know who it is. Is that, Of course, you're telling me it's all the same person, and that's right. possible. Two or three. The fake uh, Barry Jackass. I'd like, like to know who that is. Wouldn't you? Yep. Oh, Zek is back again. I don't know what the deal is with Fuddruckers. It suck. I think the Lord will smithy your ass. Just kidding. Smithy. Hey, Zach, get some, uh, get some education. Get some assistance. Also, Olive Gardens suck. They try to be fine dining, but it is truly a waste of effing taste buds. Spelled T-A-I-S-T. <laughs> Careful now. Oh, God. Wow. Not just the content of these emails, but also the uh, spelling and the grammar and the whole structure of the whole. It's just it's astonishing is what it is. Here's one from Rocky. It says, I was going to email you last week when you were talking about your bank, but wanted to see if you had any luck getting it resolved. Yeah, for a day or two, and then it goes right back to the way it was. I had a similar situation where I wanted my ATM withdrawal limit increased. Customer service kept telling me they could do it. Oh, they increased mine, all right. The problem is uh, it just they keep blocking it. I didn't even ask for the increase. You know, the old limit would have been fine if they would have just uh, coughed my money out. Oh, no. There's a red flag, a flag. Yeah. It would work for a couple of withdrawals, then revert back to the original amount. Right. 
Customer service even put a notation in my account about the increased withdrawal amount. Finally, I spoke to a supervisor who told me that these systems are set up to go back to the default settings, and it doesn't matter about the notation because the systems are automated. So basically, I would have to keep calling back to have limit raised. You can't complain about customer service nowadays because there isn't any, says Rocky. That's a line I used. Uh, Dan Rather put it on the CBS Evening News 100 years ago when I was at INZ. They came and interviewed me about customer service in South Florida. And, you know, Bernard Goldberg, that's before he became a right-wing uh, sycophant, mm-hmm. did the interview. And I said to him, you can't complain about the service down here because there isn't any. And Dan Rather used that on the CBS Evening News. How do you like that? Wow. I was a star back then. I was a contender. And look at me now. Now I'm with Jolly Joe Bell in the Titanic, and we can smell the barnacles getting scraped at the bottom of the ship. Oh, can you tell me what barnacles actually are? Sure. Even though it's probably lunchtime still for a lot of people. They're a shellfish type of thing. Yeah. Not unlike scallops and things like that that attach themselves to uh, things like boats or seawalls or anything. And then, uh, you know, they just have these little tentacles that come out. Testicles, yeah. Yeah, and uh, they scoop up little uh, things and they eat it. I'm so like, picture um, one? like catfish almost. No, no, no. They're not a fish at all. I mean, No, I don't mean that, but I mean like the same concept. It's basically a tube with tentacles sticking it's out of it. It's a what? They tube. don't swim around, man. Oh. They don't have fins. So how do they get around? They drift until they uh, bump up to They're against drifters? something. Yeah. And then they attach Oh, to there's the, what's his name? There's old meathead, the Jolly Joe. One of my children asked me, Dad, why can't Alibaba come plumber. to Gaza and say, war in, in Gaza, all he is hoping for is to find a magic way to put an end to this violent war going on in Gaza. Jawad also told Carl that he has no fuel to heat his home and supplies are running low. Well, too bad. That'll teach you. That'll teach you to throw rocks at those uh, Israelis. Brandon says, by the way, I just found out the Beverly Hills Cafe, at least the one in Cooper City, is gone. There's something else there now in its place. That's really bad news because the Beverly Hills Cafe, a longtime sponsor of mine, was a great place. Remember it? Yep. Wasn't there one like in, I, I don't remember where they were, too many years ago. Oh, and, and like when, when you call fraud protection at my bank when they do one of these block deals, well, I have to ask you a list of questions, blah, 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 multiple choice. And, and they ask you about, did you ever own a 1973 Cutlass, uh, you know, like like stuff from 35 years ago? Wow. Yeah, seriously. Did you ever own a Ford uh, Escort? Did you ever own a little red coupe? Did you ever own a, you know, and I'm saying to her, you're talking about stuff from 35, 40 years ago. How the hell do I remember did you ever live at this address? And then she gives me an address from Kendall. Do you know how many years since I lived in Kendall? 100. About a hundred. I guess I must have guessed right because they opened the account again. But good God Almighty! Here's one from uh, another caustic a-hole who only sends four hundred, four five hundred of these a day. What kind of pizza are you getting? A round one. Make sure you get it extra well done and don't get extra cheese. It makes the pizza too soggy. I hope you're not getting it from a national chain like Papa John's or Domino's. I wouldn't doubt that you probably will. No, I will not, since your taste of food is diminished just like your check has. That's right. My paycheck goes down, and my taste in food is down, down, down. Right. (laughs) 
Let's see. Mickey D's Angus Burger says uh, Mark in Coconut Creek, only in New York. Well, guess what, Mark? I'm not in New York, and it's all over Canada, eh? In fact, I think they're headquartered, like, in Alberta or somewhere. I could be wrong. Oh, no, I'm, I'm thinking of the pizza, not the, uh, the anus burgers all over Canada. I could walk a couple of blocks and go get me one right now. In fact, I think I will. I'll get the anus burger with bacon and cheddar. Then, then uh, what's his name? I won't have to worry about what kind of pizza I'm getting. <laughs> what? It's hey, no matter funny. what I... you got to uh, understand, oh, even though my mother's in the grave, no matter what I do, I've got a zillion mothers out there. No matter uh -huh. what I do, it's wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Got it? Got it. Good. Now, what is this? Rocky. Well, some of these people are just back over and over and over again. I've been telling a few of my friends about the Mayan calendar running out in the so-called end of the world. What do you guys think about this theory of Planet X and its approaching our galaxy and the idea of the world falling apart? Just wonder what you thought about all that. I don't. Do you? No. No. F and Lucille's is amazing. Trust me on that one. Great ribs and everything. They're up north in Palm Beach. Stop in when you get a chance. I didn't know they still had lums around. Do you know if Myers is still around on 7th Avenue? They had great sandwiches. Myers? I saw Chris Myers on a ball game yesterday. His face is falling apart. Do you know I worked with Chris Myers at WKAT when he was um, Sonny Hurst's flunky at KAT 1976? Sports flunky? And here we are 33 years later, and it looks like he's an old man, which he is. It says, damn it, George, talk more, go Marlins. Tom Lampan for President 2012. Who? Damn it, George, talk more, says Rocky. No. Talk more, damn it. Yeah, when I'm on. When are you doing the George Rodriguez show? That's right. Here's one from Mario that says, well, I'll tell you, this food thing gets him going. That's about all that gets him going lately, food. In response to your Fuddrucker question, there are two in my vicinity. I live in the southwest Dade County. There's an actual Fuddrucker behind the International Mall in Doral. An actual one as opposed to like an Erzatz one. The other one I know of is in the Dadeland Mall area where 836 meets South Dixie, becomes South Dixie. That Fuddruckers is now called Betty's Best Burgers, but it's Fuddrucker through and through. Buttered bread, same menu, same decor. This is my second email today. I don't want to become a chronic, so it's my last one as well. Unless you ask the listeners a question, I need to do my duty and answer. Oh, thanks for reading the emails, Uncle Neil. Then he's got to put the Tim Tebow thing in it. I'm not interested in Tim Tebow, okay? I don't care. I do not care. I don't care today. I'm not going to care tomorrow. I'm not going to care six years from Shavuos. I'm still not going to care. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. You're a bastard. Absolutely.
play that you're in the end montage a couple of times. Then we can go home. We got the Big O coming up at two o'clock. Big O at the East West Shrine game. Wow. You got a bet on that game? Oh yeah, several. Lisa, who's probably got maybe Lisa is visually impaired. Lisa says, No, you said you didn't care about Tim Tebow, but I thought you might cause he is Yummy in capital letters with a whole bunch of E's on the end. Yummy. Lisa, your taste is in your tuchas, honey. Let me tell you right now. I've seen better looking guys in a toilet bowl than Tim Tebow. He is grotesque. He's got a hot chick girlfriend, but he is gruesome. Maybe the girlfriend's got bad eyesight, too. Maybe. I mean, the girlfriend, obviously, you know, he's a jock. He's a jock. Right. He's going to be making a lot of money. That's right. But what's Lisa's excuse, huh? See, that's the one good thing for us fags is that so many women, a very high percentage of women, have very, very bad taste in men. Bad taste. It's true. Well, it it mostly, is true. They're whores. They're going for something other than looks. I see. You know, how much money they got, things like mm -hmm. that. Get a life, Lisa. Get some help. Zach is back again. This is what, his 80th email? Yo, Neil, I just got out of school early. I go to American Heritage. Peace and love. You are not jackass. Love your show. My first time commenting on it didn't mend to offend you. <coughs> Not much of a, a commentary for American Heritage, Zach, if you're really going to school there. Your spelling and your grammar and all is uh, pretty weak. But nevertheless, he might be a good guy. And then again, <coughs> oh, don't go getting choked up again. Please. Like last Tuesday. That was bad because then the next day I was out sick playing hooky. Larry says, I'm coming into the conversation late as always. If you join the Players Club at the Hard Rock, and even though you live in Toronto, if you drop it enough when you're here, you can eat at the Council Oak on the Cuff. Kind of like at uh, the horrible restaurant in the uh, Woodbine. Oh, God. Just the absolute worst. I can eat there free all I want. I've eaten there a total of three or four times in the four and a half years I've been going there. The Willows. Oh. 60% of the people eating in there are high rollers, plus they really, really have an unbelievable brunch on Sundays. The blue plate is so-so, says Larry. Council Oak. Saw it for the first time last time we were in there. A couple weeks ago when I was down there. Yeah. And I was sick as a dog. If I felt better, maybe we would have stuck around. And they weren't open for lunch yet. It was early. The early bird gets the hot machine, man. The hot machine. I wonder if they have a hot machine. At, uh, I, I told you that story uh, a couple months ago when I was in there in the Hard Rock. Yeah. And the one Yenta, she goes running to this other woman. She says, uh, can you tell me where the hot machines are, the, where the loose machines are? And? Did you? She wasn't asking me. I would have laughed in her face. I was laughing behind her ass. Can you tell me where the loose machines are? Yeah, I can tell you where something loose is. Go look in the mirror, bitch. Ray says, I'm sorry, did I just hear you say Beverly Hills Cafe in Cooper City is closed? Was it, where was the one that they said was closed? It wasn't in Cooper City. I forgot. I mean, not a, what? I forgot already. Since I just left that place, they're alive and well. Also, there's one on, in, on commercial, and it's open, and the one in Miami Lakes is open. I'm getting all these emails. So all you people trying to pee on Beverly Hills Cafe's parade, uh, most of them are still open. Thank God. And Lums, in spite of that earlier email we had, Lums is still open on Davy Road Extension. Why don't you go there and get some of them weenies uh, dipped in beer? Okay. <clears throat> and the Ollie Burger. 
I'm trying to remember if I ever had an Ollie Burger. I'm sure I must have. Okay. Because when, you know, W. Snooze, when I used to get off the air at midnight, and also INZ, but more so at W. Snooze, there just aren't that many restaurants that are open at midnight, you know. Wags used to be. I think they used to be open 24-7. And Lums. And that's about it. There just aren't a whole bunch of them, right? Right. Brian says, saw some fat slob on the Travel Channel, Man vs. Food Program, who visited this place that made the following. Half-pound burger topped with three fried eggs, three slices of cheese, six slices of bacon, all sandwiched between two flattened grilled cheese sandwiches. No problem, though. They have a do-it-yourself angioplasty station at the checkout. How do you like that? And a partridge in a pear tree. See, I don't, I'm not like, like the thing with the um, Cheesecake Factory. And the other one that I can never think of the name of, where I keep getting dragged to eat over and over again, and it's always bad. What's the name of the other one in the Sawgrass? Owned by the Cheesecake Factory? I don't Somebody know. will know. Legal uh, something? No. No, you're thinking of Legal Seafood. Legal Seafood in Boston is great. The one there in the Sawgrass? Eh. But anyway, the thing with Cheesecake Factory, and again, it's the idea that if you give big, big, gigantic, inedible portions that are so big that nobody can finish it, that's the key to satisfying the customer. And if you're a chazer, if all you care about is having a humongous plate of just tons of food, then I guess that'll satisfy you. With me, I'd rather have a much smaller portion and the food be really good. And that doesn't make sense? Yeah. In other words, you'd rather have a little bit of food that you can eat than a lot of food you don't well, want to eat. Well, not a little eat. bit. I don't, I don't want like a pigeon dropping oh, on the right. plate. I hate that. Nevertheless, you know, what, oh, what uh, use French is cuisine, you know, real gourmet. All, all the gourmets, their idea is that if you have like a turd on a plate the size of a pigeon turd, that, that's a great gourmet meal. I want a little something that will fill me up. But it doesn't have to be like, you know, enough to feed five people. Here's one that says, long-time Cub fan, Ernie is 77, Ernie Banks still living in L.A. He does not do broadcasting, but does Cubs public relations when asked. He and his wife just adopted a baby girl. Have a good day. Thank you so much. Now, the Phantom Informer, who usually has got good information, comes along with one of the most nebulous emails in the history since we've been doing this about three, four months. Remember I asked who the uh, fake Barry Jackass was? Yep. He says the fake Barry Jackson is either the real Barry Jackson or Mr. Radio. Does that inform what, you? Narrow it down to nothing? Yeah. Since, is that uh, helpful in any respect? Since they're all fake anyway? Maybe right. he's the fake Larry King. Maybe this is the fake Phantom Informer. Oh. About the fake Barry Jackass. Like, uh, as in like our fake general manager. <laughs> 145, I wish I could remember the name of the restaurant. That's a good thing that I can't. I'm sure it's long gone. In Hallandale? Yeah. I told you that story about 100 years ago, how Bill Carter and his wife and I went to, in Hallandale, this Italian restaurant we had never even heard of before. Just okay. driving around, and there it was. And we went in there, and there was nobody else. It was dinner time. Nobody else eating in there. And you just, you could, and they were playing the Godfather music in the, uh, on the speakers. Okay. You just had the, that feeling, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Did you? That the Corleone family was uh, like hanging out, having a meeting in the bathroom. Did you go into the bathroom and check behind the, uh, you know, the toilet? Yeah, it had one tank? of those old ball and chain toilets, you know? The box with the chain? Yeah. Tessio uh, Clemenza hid the gun. Grand Lux Cafe, I'm sorry, I've got a brain fart on that. Thank you for the 800 people that sent me that. Owned by the Cheesecake Factory and the same crap. 
only more overpriced. Good the soups, good appetizers, and entrees. Oh, I told you about that burnt burger I had there at the um, Grand Lux last you time did. we ate there. Burnt. One thing to be charbroiled, it's another thing to be uh, charburnt. But at any rate, just not for me. Mary says, remember the monks in on 80s in, uh, Crow, in the 80s on Crow Way that had the hunk of cheese on the table? Those were the days. You bet, Mary. Loved it. Great French onion soup. And the waiters were all dressed as monks. Cute. Yeah. And when they came to your table, the first thing they would ask was... Want a lollipop, little boy? But nevertheless, the monks in and the studio and all those other great places. Oh, all you old people think all the good places were in the, the past. They were. In the past. I'm not saying there aren't some good joints around now, but boy, if I had a million dollars for every great place that's long gone, I wouldn't be sitting here talking crap right now, I'll tell you that. Here's this, oh, brother, this, this is blasphemous, this one. And this is the same GM33021. This is his 4,000th email today. All of them caustic and hostile and negatory. It says, this tops the cake, the Beverly Hills Cafe. There was one around the corner from the Emerald Hills. Oh, my God, instant diarrhea. How could you have eaten that crap? The food was so bad that no restaurant moved in there since it left. The food left a bad taste in the building. Even uh, I would eat the cat food at Taco Bell before I'd ever eat at Beverly Hills Cafe. How do you like that for a guy with really bad taste? Wow. Yeah. Screw you, you jackass. place was great. Kevin says, does a search party need to be issued for the whereabouts of Eddie Kaplan? Yes. I used to listen to him uh, when I, I was in my car randomly at the hours he was on. He's one of the few who should be on the radio. Seemed like a good guy. He is. Did he retire? No. Or is he in another market? No. Love you guys, says Kevin. No, he didn't retire, and he's not in another market. He got screwed over by Joe Bell. And he used to do, you know, decent numbers at night. Not spectacular, not gigantic, but reasonable numbers at night. For our crappy nighttime signal. And then Joe reached out and got this uh, DA guy oh. from Kansas City. Oh. And that's uh, oh. his number. Oh. Point. Oh. No number. Can't complain about his numbers because he don't have any. Oh. Here's one from Nick who says, don't let all the yentas tell you what's good for you or not for you. If you eat all that excruciatingly bland, boring crap, you may not live longer, but it'll sure feel like it. Good point, Nick. They're all experts. They're all experts oh, on yeah. your life and on my life and on this you show betcha. and on every, everything that ever came down the pike. And as far as Emerald Hills is concerned, I have one word to describe my feeling about that joint. Oi! Jason from Plantation is back again. He says, the best Council Oak experience is to go there for Sunday brunch. The best five-star spread you've ever seen. A little pricey at 50 bucks a person. Oh, 50 bucks a person. I have to have Joe Bell come pick up the check. Also, it says, try the fresh harvest at Seminole Coconut Creek, 441 in Sample. Oh, I'm not going back there. Oh, no. No. And if that fresh harvest is the buffet that I tried that one time, oh, no. It's one thing when everything is as soft as jello. But when all these people are sitting around, you can hear the sound of the teeth fizzing in the glass, you know? Mm-hmm. 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 Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I was too young to be in there. Uh-huh. Much too young. Anybody that would knock Beverly Hills Cafe, their taste is in their tuchus. Uh -huh. Let me tell you that right effing now. 
<laughs> I'll tell you, there's a guy who uh, had, a, had a longing for a good restaurant. Too many of them. Not that I'm on to talk, but boy, he could sure pack it away. The Blobster. See, this show today, the emails, even now, there's like three or four that I haven't looked at yet. This is the way the email is supposed to work. Now, last week it was the post-holidays and post-New Year uh, slump, you know. Yeah. Look at that. The high Wednesday, minus 14, and the high on Thursday here, minus 15 Celsius. Hope you're good, says Johnny. I was on the road earlier, heard you speaking about burger joints. There's the five guys at Kendall Drive. The meat is very good, and the uh, fries and uh, are from natural potatoes, regular with salt or not, and seasoning and fresh sides. I know you don't like fries. I don't. I like onion rings. Neil, also, I was calling you, too. Well, I guess you don't have the phone on. That's correct. I saw the most ridiculous photo license plate ever. Was We better start packing and move to Toronto. No, stay there. It's the new sun plate saying instead of sunshine state. Now it says, in God we trust. Oh, my, what's the deal, says Johnny. Maybe they ought to make a plate that says, Oh, God, we trust. Good oh, idea. here's one about some place that says, don't eat there. It made me effing sick. Well, great. Oh, that's Zek. Don't be knocking all the restaurants in town. We may be calling on them someday. That's right. And here's one. It says Beverly Hills closed three years ago. Well, whichever one that is, there's still plenty of them open. The restaurant sounds like Pete Lorenzo's in Trenton, New Jersey. I also know the real bag man of Meyer Lansky. He got taken out of the cash in Vegas by a whore, and he lived. He got taken, well, this is Redlands, Jim and Janet. Need a little work on the grammar. Little work on the wordsmanship. Jason from Plantation with another caustic one. When is the Maikai going to get burnt down for the insurance money? What the hell does that mean? Still there after all these years. Been there ever since I came to yeah. town 100 years ago. Ordered huh? a whole bunch of party food for my wife's birthday party from there, and it was phenomenal. You did? Every last morsel, yeah. I'll be damned. Well, that's what the audience thinks. I'll be damned. I think they got a good point. 373 votes on the poll. What's your take on the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, on the butchering that's going on? The Israelis are a bunch of bullies, 75. I hope they wipe each other off the map, 72. The Palestinians have it coming, 65. Can't we all just get along, people, 63. I'm glad I don't live in Gaza City, 47. I couldn't care less, 23. Does that have anything to do with the Super Bowl, 19? What conflict, 5, and Obama will straighten them out, 4? When in doubt, straighten them out. Oh, we're fine. Yeah, that's what we hear. Everybody's fine. They're just fine. Except for the dead people. They're still dead. Like all those little children, you know? Blown to bits, smithereens, all of these well, things. Well, they shouldn't have uh, done that. That's right. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Neil God. Hey! And we hope that we will be, uh... What the talk shows are often accused of being... Gossip, gossip, gossip. We won't have male strippers. I won't be wearing a skirt. We're all talk show people, I don't think there was any sex scandal, and that hurt us in the tabloid business. We had nothing to talk about. Why just tease the crowd with strange people talking trash out loud? Bogus issues, putting...
Is he a good kisser or a mediocre kisser? And has he rank in the uh, pantheon of people you've kissed? They're all talk show people babbling. Do you prefer the company of men, basically, to the company of women? If you had your choice. God, what a question. Sappy talk show people rambling. His mansions, his women, his casinos, his women. <laughs> Stupid talk show people gambling. We'll say a prayer every day that we're not bland. Gossip, gossip, we're 